It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. Last week on the Hideout, we talked about comedians and had the kid tell jokes against local comedians. We talked about a neighbor who shot some robbers. We talked about being happy at the midpoint of the year. We told more god-awful poetry. I'm the Kid McLovin, and now you're up to date on the Hideout. Bring the ship up to broadcast, Dad. We're going in. The Hideout. The Hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up, an eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go the hideout? It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! Now. What are you doing, Huffy? Ah, uh, what's new, J Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. It is a Saturday night, and we are live on 106.7 WJFK. That means, my friend, for the next three hours, you don't worry about your other life. Now you come into the hideout, your safe place. You talk about what you want to talk about, and you be yourself. You be somebody. Very easy to do if you'd like. We are live tonight. Help us prove it. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. That's the number you can call and just uh, chit-chat with yeah, us. Absolutely. Speaking of chit-chat, uh, I want to say hello to everybody in the Hideout Pal Talk room. Ooh. I am in there now, and I have my webcam on, as a matter of fact. Hey. So uh, it is, I believe if you go to Pal Talk, of course, you know, O&A really started this whole thing, and we got to... Mm-hmm. De facto relationship through Ron and Fez and uh, Lee Mels, who I believe is on FullBlownAids.com. Yep. He uh, he set up this uh, hideout room uh, on Pal Talk. So search the hideout show. I guess I guess we're kind of deemed inappropriate. So you have to turn off your filter if you want to get in. But again, on Pal Talk, it is the hideout show. The MySpace is MySpace.com/slash Hideout Radio. That was updated yesterday. And guess what? It's official. We're on WJFK.com. We have an actual page nice. on WJFK.com. Almost like we're part of the family. I think so. So much so, in fact. Next uh, Monday and Tuesday. This Monday and Tuesday, we'll be filling in for the vacationing Jim Rome. Ooh. So anyway, my friends, we're here. We're in the hideout. I'm Hefe. That is J-Dubs. Over there is the Satchel Patch. What's happening? And the Kid McLovin. Of course, you heard his hideout minutes. We do that at the top of every hour. And another way you can get a hold of us, just so we can be more interactive with you, on AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the name right there. And uh, you can get on the main web board for us. That is hideoutheretics.net. That's the unofficial official homepage. Which there's a link to on the WJFK site as well. Uh How's everybody doing? It's a Saturday night. How you feeling, my man? Feeling great. I do, too. I feel really, really good today. 
I'm feeling great because I have a huge smoothie that cost me $10. Really? Yes. All right, hold on. That is a bucket. Yeah. You know, here's what's cool about Pal Talk. Let me put it up in front of everybody on the Pal Talk so they can see how big this thing is. It's almost as big as your head. It's bigger. And I, do you add your own liquor? And there's no liquor in it. So you paid $10 for a drink with no liquor. Yeah. And uh, I went there, and it was the first smoothie place that was run by and all patrons are black, which was kind of odd and cool at the same time because they were going nuts over the huge smoothie I bought that I got double energy in. So What do you need all that for? You got a strawberry smoothie, and next thing you're going to tell me is you've been carpooling with the kid that worked. <laughs> no, I have not gone that far. All right, here we go. Let's Come on get, now. Let's get started. <laughs> um here in the first hour, by the way, we got a lot of stuff to do. Um, there's a lot that we're going to try to squeeze in uh, before Joe Radio takes over at 9 o'clock. Uh, but here in the first hour, it's kind of getting together on what were the bigger things during the week that stood out to you more than anything else. And if you want to hop in, again, 800-636-1067. The big thing that happened today that we're going to kind of bounce on before everybody else gets a chance to, Tony Snow. Dead at the age of 53. All right, here's what's interesting. Really? Yeah. Here's what's interesting. Great. I, I am wondering who, if these two boys even know who Tony Snow is. I do. I do. You do? Yes, I do. I, He's one cancerous fat right now. Um, I see. Here you have the satchel patch already inappropriate. Yeah. Well, I, you aren't alone there, satchel patch, because many people on the web are being very inappropriate today, too. About Just for it. anyone that doesn't know, I mean, I, we're in D.C., so people know who Tony Snow was, former press secretary for uh, for the Bush administration, also to his own head on Fox News. He had a very, very successful radio show as well. Yeah, so uh, he yeah he had been battling cancer for a long time, and he finally, uh, he, I guess he Hi. lost. Wow. Saturday of colon cancer. Today, Saturday. Okay, it's official. It's the rapture. I think uh, <laughs> all the good ones are leaving. I now. think Jesus Christ is just taking them one at a time. Is it every week now we start the show by talking about the next kind of big name, household Dying, name yeah. that's died? It's now Snow. Before that, it was Carlin. Before that, it's uh, it was Tim Russert. Mm -hmm. That's quite a poker game that Jesus has going on up in heaven right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting how people are reacting to this. I. Me, personally, I don't agree with Tony Snow. I don't agree with probably most of his stances, but I, I do think that he was a genuinely good guy. I thought his radio show was very boring and bland, Right, but I do it, think he was a very nice, good guy. So is it being the opposite, though, where people are already pouncing on the guy? I mean, he just died it at, is, what, like, 2 o'clock this morning? Yeah, it is ridiculous, uh, some of the comments. I found, uh, you know, the, um, basically anywhere you can get news now, they allow you to put comments up. Some of them will delete very inappropriate ones. Some of them will leave them up, like uh, this one from Eggnog Assassin. F him. Just because, just because he might have been a nice, nice to his family, or maybe enjoyed paying kittens, is irrelevant. He was willing and eager to participate in aiding the evil regime engaged in a in war crimes. All right, listen. I'm not exactly a W fan. No. But, I mean, come on, this is a little inappropriate. The dude did just die earlier today. He was scum, as illustrated in aiding ga a gang of thugs, and now he's dead. Good riddance and good luck. Uh, Where'd you, what, what, what are these posts on? What are they, comments on what, like... Um... Uh, this one is redid.com. Uh, it's basically um, a, a news site that they allow posting the comments. I'm sure if we go on to Huffington Post, there's... These kind of people too on there. Uh, every site ha or every 
kind of site on the other side. So if uh, if a right winger died, the the sites like Huffington Post and everything will get that. If a left winger died, you'll get those on. Um, I don't, I'm not really too keen on the right wing sites that allow posting. I don't really go to them, but that's I'm because, sure you'll see them on yeah, there. Well, that's because uh, Republicans haven't figured out the internet yet, uh, unless it's for gay porn. 800-636-1067. So <laughs> the kid over there is like, wow, are you a Republican? Sure am. Uh, you know, we never even talked about our party affiliations. That's kind of interesting, as I said. Uh, all right, so it's true, though, right, what I just said? No, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, so you are a Republican. Are you, are you a W fan and supporter, the kid? I was not so much as I was at one point in time. I, most, most even Republicans right now have really turned around Why? on Bush. Why? Because he he's been sloppy. He they they were sloppy in the way he's been killing people, or sloppy in the uh, way he conducts his business. What are you? Are you a Republican? Yeah, I, I used to consider myself a Democrat. Coming from Arkansas, I was a big Clinton fan. Of course. Uh, but then I, I really started to like Huckabee when he came out of there. Any, mm-hmm. Anything from Arkansas, I'm digging it pretty much. But you're such you a know, homer. Yeah, uh, yo, sorry, <laughs> including incest. You know, uh, it's, it's the way drunk. we roll. But you know, I, I really started to dig. The older I got, and you know, with wealth sharing and you know stuff like that, and you know, more lean toward more Republican. But uh, I really think that those Iraqis need to be killed. They're crazy, well, and here, uh, they here, need to be wiped here, out. And I think Bush is. Doing a subpar job at killing them. Well, here, here's the problem. That's why <laughs> that's why a bunch of Republicans don't like them because they're sending National Guard over there to kill uh, and declare war when that really has never been the National Guard's job. So he just did he a just, better job than Bush. He just didn't uh, declare war, and that's why we're sending National Guard over there. That's one of the big things why people don't like it. Yeah, so what are you? I'm uh, this year, uh, this election. I'm going to lean right and go with McCain. Wow. Yeah. You, you're not? I'm an independent, and that's true. Like, I, yeah, me too. I've always voted Republican, I, I mean, a Democrat, but now I'm going to vote Republican. Yeah, it seems like a cop-out. I'm leaning Barack. Well, you know, I, I'd say I'm kind of independent, too, or I'm more of the, I could give a crap. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not listening. I'm not paying attention to it. I, it really doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect you at all? No, not really. 800-636-1067 for my get on the conversation. Tony Snow dead at the age of 53. All right, so here's the question, though. Just because someone's associated with W, is that a reason to go off and post nasty comments? No, and I I don't think people really know what they're talking about. They just see former uh, press secretary for George Bush, and they they automatically think this guy's a bad guy. Here's another one. Uh, Tony Snow was a Christian, and that fact alone makes me wish his God was real, because I would love to see the surprised look on his face as he descends into hell. For all the Stop lies he told it. to the nation. People, wow. Like, you know what? You know what this really is. People are asses when it comes to being online. Yep. And that's all it is. It's you want to talk about shocking and jocking. You can't do it on the radio anymore. So where do you do it? You do it on your comments, whatever your local paper is or whatever your favorite website is. You know, people are real asses when it comes to posting comments. And which how by, are we which, supposed to take you seriously when your name is? Blink-182 freak. Okay. Eggnog uh, assassin. Uh, uh, first of all, stop it, J-Dubs. Okay? First I don't ask for us. anybody to take me seriously. Uh, I'm talking to J-Dubs in the satchel patch. So I don't even want to know about that. Uh, and Twink. Oh, uh, and the Twink kid. That, that wasn't my name, though. Um, it is now. By the way, you can also post a comment on our new page on WJFK.com. So go there. I think we almost have a contest as to who can post the nastiest thing about us on WJFK.com. And not only WJFK.com, go over to other ones, too, and uh, copy that post you put on ours. 
and let's spread the word with nasty comments about us on the internet. Yeah, just about how like awful and evil we are, and you know we're evil doers yeah. and we're just shock jocks and. But really, put it on WJFK.com. I think that's well, what would be I, the most effective. I say you put it on WJFK.com, and you copy that same post and put it on another one of your other favorite uh, boards as well. Yeah, DCRTV, hideoutheretics.net, <laughs> wherever you want. Just go out there and post some nastiness about the hideout. If, you know, it's like almost sometimes I look, okay, and I'm, you know, sometimes you see and people will talk trash about your radio show, and then you realize it just doesn't even matter because people are going to hate everything. And they're going to be evil no matter what it is, including if you just died mm -hmm. in the last 18 hours. Yeah. So I don't even know why you would get upset almost about what's commented on a on a web page. And here's another one from Pile BSA. Uh, I couldn't agree more. The idea that oh my God, someone has died now we have to talk nice about him is BS. Well, I will agree with that. If you hated the guy originally, then I hate it when people. Um, like kind of pull back from what their thought is, mm -hmm. especially like remember when Ted Kennedy, we talked about this on the show, Ted Kennedy, you know, with the brain tumor yeah. and everything, and people were talking nice about him. Uh, I, I respect the people more that'll go out and continue to talk some trash when it comes down to it, if you genuinely hate him. But for Tony Snow, like I'm Why a guy, do you hate him? I'm yeah. a guy that I hate the Bush administration. I have, if you listen to the show at all, you know I'm not a fan. But I don't begrudge a Tony Snow, you know what I mean? Well, this is why they say you shouldn't talk nice about him. Uh, this guy wasted his life being a paid professional liar. And uh, Who isn't? And That's if what wives are. That's <laughs> what husbands are. You're always lying. Stop that already. And, and I'm getting this uh, this word from home base over at WJFK. Uh, the WJFK board is moderated, but we're going to make sure the word goes in there. That, uh, uh, guess who any... moderates it? You? I do. Nice. I Let moderate. those fly. Yeah. No, just don't curse because yeah. I don't think you can have cursing in it. You know yeah, what I mean? It is Be a creative. Site. Yeah, but do you know? But Trash I'll, us. I'll put up the. I I, I kind of want you to. That seems like I want to see if people will say worse stuff about us than Tony Snow. <laughs> oh, they will. Because quite frankly, <laughs> they will. <laughs> yeah, it's all going to be the kid over there typing away on WJFK.com on our new page. I, I, I hate these guys. Yeah, just stuttering, and it's going to be in very tiny print. <laughs> Six font. Um, all right, it is the Hideout Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. So let me ask you this. Who are you going to miss more on this earth, Tony Snow or Bozo? Because Bozo also died this week. Oh, no. That is a further proof that the rapture is happening, along with Jesse, uh, Jesse Helms, by the way. He died, too. Bozo died this week. I read about that, and it's it's genuinely like a bummer. You know, whenever you have like a child icon of yours, yeah. and you see, and you're like, oh, man, Bozo's gone. Because I don't know about you, but I grew up on watching that show. For me, it was on uh, w didn't? WGN. You know I, I, what I mean? Yeah, it was on one of the super stations for me. And, uh, yeah, it was it was very, very, um, almost a religion for me. Erotic? Sunday was Sunday was church, and uh, Saturday morning was uh, Bozo Super Sunday show. And I loved, I loved the bucket game. The grand prize game. Yeah, the grand prize game. Yes. I, now, listen, I had fantasies. I had fantasies of playing <laughs> that rain. game. No, of playing, <laughs> well, maybe, of playing that game so much so that with my cousins we'd go and we'd make the game and we'd practice. That was the greatest thing about it because you could. You could make that game at home if you had a few buckets and a ping pong ball. It's the simplest, stupidest game ever. Mm -hmm. You know, anytime we do like a live broadcast or anything like that, 
that should be the first thing you do is the bucket game because everyone would want. Because there's still a ping pong ball. Yeah, we could have a really creepy clown out there, and he just stands there making it. But there has to be something hideout-ish about it. We use fake vaginas, and that is still buckets. Fair enough. it is the Hideout FA Dubs 106.7 WJFK. But see, that'd be too hetero. You got to do it the other way. You just, ah. just got to be a man ass. Um, <laughs> so, all right, let me ask you this. What did you fantasize more about as a kid? Being on the Bozo Show or Double Dare? Double Dare. Oh, Double, Double Dare. Dare. Yeah. Double Dare. Mark Summers was or, my hero. I had fantasies about him in the tub. Or Guts. No. I guts. love Guts. Double dare. Was, was Guts the thing where they got out in the field with Cuba Gooding Jr.? No. Guts, no. And guts, played all those games? No, that guts was had, Wild and Crazy Kids. Guts had uh, the aggro crag and the really yeah! hot British chick. The aggro crag. And they would get on, they'd have wheelchair races around the aggro dome. Yeah. <laughs> what is a, I never heard of Guts. Guts was awesome. Guts. It was, uh, it was like. I heard about uh, getting some Guts, but I don't think it's the same thing. No, it was a kind of American gladiators for kids. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? You, yeah. get, you got to take home a piece of the aggro crag. Yeah, you got that. That was the uh, the, the grand trophy. prize, the trophy. Yeah, or that, and you got to go to space camp. Uh, which oh, was awesome. Nickelodeon had some good shows back they in the day. They the, really did. Now you seem like you would be this. You seem like Nickelodeon was really up your alley. Pete, uh, Pete. the kid. Yeah, talking about last year. Uh, in fact, he's watching it now on his own personal computer in there. What was the show you can't do that on television? I Remember love that, that one. they get out of the lockers? I dug that one. My, my favorite, I guess, uh, Nickelodeon show would be uh, the Wild West show. Uh-huh. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He knows everything. I watch those kids. I watch those things. Easy, easy in there, donkey lips. <laughs> but, uh, that was the name of our intern. We had an intern named Donkey Lips. Yeah. Good night. Uh, uh, 800-636-1067. See, and if you go online, you, salute can, find, your shorts. you can find Donkey Lips's, uh, uh, the actual Donkey Lips MySpace page, and he's trying to be a pimp out there, and he still looks the exact same. Like selling hoes? No, he's just like he's trying to get laid all the time. <laughs> oh, all right. Here's his Donkey Lips like fame. All right. Um, sorry, so for you, it was more double dare than bozo? Oh, without a doubt. If you had a dream of what it is you wanted Sliding to do? Sliding down that big tongue and digging through the slime to get oh, that yeah. flag. The obstacle course. Yeah. Eight flags. That could do it. I actually had the Double Dare game at the house. You know, the take-home version? Right. Yep. Where you would get, like, water balloons and put a basketball goal on your hat. Yep. Splash the water balloons. The Double Dare challenge. And uh, Mark Mark Summers really did it for me. What do you, you mean? Were... Him and the girl from Hey Dude. Brad. I always like the the black hair curly one on You Can't Do That on Television. Danny? The dude? I, I oh, no. No, it was the chick. I think she had, like, black well, curly hair. set. No, it wasn't Atlantis, though. She was on that. But she was on it. You're right. Now, uh, Mark Summers, did you guys know he had uh, major OCDs? Huh? <laughs> no, major OCDs like where he like he had to scrub himself down after he got hit with slime all the Who time. Wouldn't? You know what's he in was that slime? Ve- he was very freaky about that. I mean, he would scrub his hands at all times. Uh, let me ask you. Physical it, challenge. All right. I, it's funny that we talk about like all these child game shows and stuff. Do you think that's why there are so many game shows like on primetime TV now? I saw that I saw the, from the past week the top 20 shows in television, and number one is America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. That's th- awful with the Hoth. Yeah, number four is So You Think You Can Dance. Number two is Wipeout. What seems it seems like it's doubled there essentially. Yeah. Um, then the other ones in the top 20: The Bachelorette, Million Dollar Password. Price is right, prime times. 
Who's on the prices right now? Uh, celebrity Family Feud. Prices Right is the guy Drew Carey. All right. Yeah. 800 636 1067. Let's go to Mike in line one in Fairfax. Mike, what's up, my man? You're in the hideout. Mike, you there? Yes, I used to love Double Dare, too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, the phones aren't hooked up completely. All right. Well, we'll uh, hey, there he is. Mike, hey. there you go. So you guys remember a show called Finders Keepers on uh, Nickelodeon? Finders was, Keepers was... Yeah, yeah, it was around the same time as all the Double Dare and stuff. Really? The, the kids used to go into... They had to go through all these rooms. They had to find a certain thing, but they, could, they, yes. they were able yeah, to track... I remember. Yes! yes! Was it Finders Keepers? Or and it was like... Secrets of the Tomb, I Indiana thought. Jones or no, something no, no, no. like that. Oh, dude, I remember that one, and I think I actually liked that one more than Finders Double Keepers. Dare, because you, there was stuff hidden throughout the house yeah, that yeah, like, you'd okay. have to run through and grab... Was it called Finders Keepers? I think so, because, yeah, the whole goal was to find it, and you get to keep it, I mean, obviously, but, I mean, you get to trash everything. It was the cool thing of the show. Yeah, I used to play it in my room all the time with... <laughs> My mom's porn. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it, Mike. Uh, 800-636-1067. I actually, the more I think about it, do you remember that game, the kid? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think I liked that more than anything else. Uh, Finders Finders Keepers. Keepers, more than Double Dare, more than Bozo. Absolutely. I'm really not remembering that one, which is a surprise, because I used to get down on some Nickelodeon. What was the game show where it was almost like Indiana Jones at the end, the final thing you had to run it in, like... uh, you know, temples and, and pull oh, out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Secrets uh, of the Tomb, right? Is that it? It's it was like, about it was like the... something you ride at the fair. That's you must be three tickets that Mikey still can't ride because you have to be this tall. <laughs> what uh, was that? I can't remember the name of it. I know which one you're talking Secrets about. Secrets of the Tomb, maybe. Yeah. Somebody help us out. And mummies would jump out. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. All right, I found a list of old Nickelodeon shows. Let me go through here real quick. And... Really quick on the pi- on the Pal Talk Room, uh, which I'm in right now, the Hideout Show. Uh, Space Edge says the reason Dubs love Double Dare so much is because of that big tongue. It reminds him of him. Shut up. And his oversized sponge tongue. Um, uh, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> 800-636-1067. Okay, so what, is, what does that mean? What do you got? What do you got, Dubs? What are some of those over I, there? Yeah, got? I'm looking through them right now. I got Doug. I'm trying to find more of the Doug. game show ones. Um, I like Doug. Eureka's and, and Castle? I don't remember that I one. do remember Eureka's Castle. My little brother got down on that, so I was forced to oh, watch it. Oh, figure it out. Do you remember figure it out? Not a clue. All right, here's the the uh, the uh, description. And <laughs> figure like it that. out, Nickelodeon stars and celebrity guests would ask yes or no questions and figure out the total bizarre talents of oh, or yeah, unique skills that. of everyday kids around the country. I remember the host of that show. I think it was a woman... And here, yep, it was Olympic fi- swimmer. It was also Finders Keepers. Here's a picture of Finders Keepers. All right, let me hold on. Yeah, come on over here. Show me your laptop. Get a laptop. Pick yeah. it up. It's not a desktop. That was it. Yeah. That was it, dude. That was Finders Keepers, and that was absolutely, I think, my favorite game as a kid all time. Get the picture. I don't remember. Get the picture. Mike O'Malley was the uh, the host <laughs> of that one. Though. I, you know what? Honestly, I think this all got in. We started this conversation by who you're going to miss most: Tony Snow or Bozo. I think Bozo, because Bozo probably did more for the youth of America than Tony Snow ever did. Here's a picture of Guts. I don't know if you remember it now. No, With gu- the big mountain. That looks like it sucks. Oh, Agro Craig rocked. That actually looks awful. And the chicken it was. was so hot. All right, so let me ask you this. Since the top 20 TV shows right now, and by the way, doesn't it just seem that uh, the writers are on strike because of what's in the top 20 and what people are watching right now? It really does seem like uh, TV is just worthless at this point. Mm-hmm. But because you have so many game shows in the top 20, 
Monday and Tuesday night when we fill in, we want to do a, we want to do some game shows. Sure, do them up. Some of uh, bring back some of the old favorites because we used to do game shows all the time. We we did um, kid toucher or car dealer. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's fun. Tranny or trampoline. Watch out. Tranny uh, and trampoline is a good one. You, I I pull clips from tranny porn and girls jumping on and uh, kids jumping on trampolines and you uh, kind of just uh, guess which one it is. Yeah, you have to try to decipher by the sound of it. Uh, also, two we could play if we wanted to. Inmate or playmate. We got a whole bunch of games that we used to play all the time. Maybe we'll come up with a couple more. Uh, since game shows seem to be the it thing on television, let's see if it's the same for radio. Let's go to line one, Brandon and Laurel. What do you got, Brandon? Brand- I got the name of the show you guys looking for. What is it? It's called Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, That's it. That is it. And they used to talk to the big face, and there was like the blue yes. monkeys and the silver gorillas and whatever. They yeah, that was the name of the teams, tennis. yep. Oh, man, that got me through my childhood, man. Every day. Every day. I, I love it, Brandon. Thank you, brother. Thanks for coming into the hideout. Let's go to line right. two, Laura in Germantown. Laura, you're hey. in the hideout. What's up? I was just calling to say it's like the Hidden Temple, but um, there used to be this thing called Snick on Nickelodeon that had Are You Afraid of the Dark? And, yeah, uh, Saturday Night Nickelodeon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. I was calling to say Legends of the Hidden Temple. What was that show? Erie, uh, Indiana? That's what, like, Thanks. Pete and Pete was on? Yeah. Uh, what was what was it in Erie, Indiana where spooky stuff was? That was the name of the show, I guess. No, it was uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, right? Is that it? I believe so. I don't know. It used to take place, you know, who knows, those old Nickelodeon shows. That was good stuff, you know. That was entertainment for kids. Uh, I'm still entertained by it. I'm sure Mikey is, too. You uh, can still find those on uh, on some of the uh, the lower um, uh, game show networks and everything. They, really? have, they have some of those old games. Double Dare, you can still find out there. It's awesome. i got to work on getting cable. Hey, speaking of, like, Erie, Indiana, I want to take a break and come back. Um and somewhat related to this, you know what? Let's let's do it right now, actually, very quickly. So we're talking about Tony Snow being dead, right? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about Bozo also died this week, and that's what got us into this conversation about you know your favorite game show as a kid. Do you remember the story, Dubs? I think we were still in Orlando at Real Radio. Of it was in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and a woman died in a motorcycle accident. Yeah. Okay. And apparently she was pretty cute. They put her photo in the obituary. Of course. Three dudes saw the obituary photo, thought that she was so hot, they got together and went to go and dig her body up so that they could have sex with it. And here's the kicker. They brought condoms. They t- oh, of course. you got to be safe. So they, they, they went, all right? Wow. They went to do this. Now they got busted. They ended up getting busted. They didn't. They did not end up having sex with her. All right. Did, did they get close? Um, no, because they had already they they dug out everything, but they couldn't open the casket. Mm-hmm. So they fled. All right. So then, as it turns out, they end up getting busted later on because someone saw some strange activity in the graveyard and they get busted. They are not charged with anything because in Wisconsin, uh, it's not against the law. Necrophilia. It shouldn't be. Well. Now let me say the reason, the only reason I'm bringing this up now because you know we got a lot of dead people in the news, and there was an update. The Supreme Court ruled in Wisconsin that now it is indeed against the law for to try to take you know to try to be a necrophiliac yeah. or whatever it is. So bozo's off limits to us now. Yes, and the reason they said in Wisconsin is because you can't give consent. If you're dead. Yeah. So and that's part of the statute that they're trying to, you know, they're, prosecute they're, these three dudes on. They're kind of taking in the way of if, you, if a chick's passed out, 
you can't have sex with her because she can't consent. Right. And, you know, they, she didn't say no, but she was passed out. Well, she didn't say no. She was dead. So that is still considered rape. Now, the reason I agree with the satchel patch on why this is not prosecutable is because of the fact at that point, and again, I don't want to get too graphic on it, but it's just a carcass. Mm-hmm. At that point, we are talking about a carcass. Yeah, so it, the question is, if you tried to get intimate with a piece of steak. A couch. Or, it's no different than my grandmother's couch. Well, no, or, no, no. But let me equate it to what was living before. If you tried to get intimate with a piece of steak, could they charge you with bestiality? Necrobestiality. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to And that's why I think this whole thing's flawed, but it's funny that now they're trying to prosecute them on that. 800-636-1067. I don't think it's possible. I don't think you can. Uh, you think about the amount of girls that get busted with the stuff they do with hot dogs and dubs with bologna. What? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you would be brought up on so many charges against swine. It would be insane. Plus swine, cow, and, uh, you know, bird, squirrel, all mixed into one. Right. Uh, anyway, so I just thought that was kind of interesting with all the death talk. And then, too, we had covered that story here in the hideout. Again, the thought process of these three douches who see a chick, her obituary photo in the newspaper, and think, she's so hot, i got to go dig her up. In their defense, the jobs they do at the morgue and preserving the body, the facial features <laughs> and stuff like that. A quick break. We'll come back on the other side. It's the hideout. Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Hideout. Answering the big question. World hunger. Terrorism. And the biggest question. Do you take it in the... Do you take it in the... And Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. Hide out. Back in the hideout. It's a Saturday night. If you want to get in, do that. 800-636-1067. I am Al Hefe. That is Jay Dubs. The Satchel Patch is here and also the Kid McLovin. We have a pal talk camera going on. Um, right now it's just mine. Yeah. It's just me. Like people are staring up my nose. Nice. But if I think about it next time, I can bring out an extended camera that we can just link up and people can shoot over and they can Perfect. see everything. Uh, yeah, we hopped on the Pal Talk bandwagon started by ONA. Thanks to Lee Mels, who is uh, on Full Blown Age. He set up a room, the Hideout Show. Your adult content thing has to be on. Like, okay. you're cool with it if you want to get in there. We're also now on WJFK.com, too, which is very cool. So, WJFK.com, there's actually a hideout page. And Wonderful. Monday and Tuesday night, we're filling in for the vacationing Jim Rohn. So, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, we do like having everybody join us as they will. Um, so... 
Dubs, mm -hmm. you have moved out of my place. Yes. And it is fantastic. Really? Dubs and I were roommates for about, I don't know, 18 months or about so. a year and a half there, yeah. Can and you do the dance now? Walk around with nothing on and, and just prance like a little fairy? He did it anyway. I walk around nude many a time, actually. Uh, and that's no joke. He, he used to walk around his tidy whities all the time looking like a professional wrestler. Like a Bastion Booger. Yeah. Picking oh, paper out the backside. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it's great now that Dubs is gone. Like, life is so much better. And it's not so much that I hated Dubs living with me, although I did. It's really the fact that his dog is out of my house. Because he has, like, I'm not... A wonderful, wonderful dog named Cody. And, and I'm, Who is sick this week. And that's great. I hope that something really bad ends up happening to her. And let me tell you why. Because she was a flea bag. She was a flea bag. She was wrong for my house, and she shed everywhere. Like, she does shed. There were small dogs that I would pick up off the carpet, and it was nothing but Cody hair. And that's your dog named Cody. Cody, yeah. And uh, dogs are good. You have cats, though. You're more of a cat man. I, uh, I actually I do have a dog, too, though. Uh, right. Yeah, I got a dog, So too. how many animals y'all have living in this, uh, this place? We, we had five. Wow. Five. You're five. Five. five and got then to be flea infested foul people. Yeah. And then with the cats in the corner. Yeah, that also. And the cats, you, you, the cats, they, they use the restroom in the house, right? Yeah. Yep. That's actually kind of cool. No, it's How not. is that kind of cool? Like you leave it there on and display for your, your guests and everything. Hey, welcome to the house. And they this never is where my cat it. goes to the bathroom. They never you cleaned like, it. Look at the size of that. Uh, stop it. We did. We cleaned it occasionally. Occasionally. Um. That's one thing that bothers me about people that have cats. Who puts that on display for people to come in the house? First thing they see when they come in the house is where the cat has not learned how to flush its own stuff down the toilet. Stop it. Uh, and it's on display for everybody. Dog, dogs have the decency to hold it and tell you. Except look, yours. My put dog it, did. Put, it, put which, it in the neighbor's yard. Which went many a time many. in my house. Two or three. Tops. That was enough. Y'all come from a zoo, it sounds like. It really was a zoo. It was crazy with animals <laughs> just walking around. Did you ever do anything odd to each other's pets? No comment. Like What are you talking about? Well, I mean, I'm not talking well, sexually. No, no, no. I'm talking about, okay, let's see. Maybe if you locked it in the shower and turned the water on scolding hot. Is that odd? I don't know. I don't want to be judged. But I mean, giving your cat swimming lessons, for instance. I... I Teach them how they hold their breath for over 30 seconds underwater. I punched his cat in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It, it, and, uh, it, it sprayed me, so I told <laughs> I told Chuck, Chuck, I'm not I'm not going to punch you in the face today, but I'm going to punch you in the face sometime. And I waited two weeks. I saw him, you know, sitting there at the end of the chair, looking around, being Chuck. And I go, Hey, Chuck, it's time. Now what? He right did. in his face. And you know on, the, on his nose? Yeah. I pimp slapped the cat the other day. You know it felt what? pretty good. But let me tell you this. He likes it. Chuck, my cat, is a bottom. Yeah. He's an angry, uh, closeted homosexual cat. He yeah. has a lot of anger in his heart, and he likes to be beaten about by men. Mm. Yeah, and then later, me babysit and then, the cat. And then later cuddled. Um, all right. So let me ask you this then. Do you then, because you're such a dog lover, yeah. are you happy that China has forced... Uh, all of their restaurants and uh, hotels to take dog off the menu. Is it just for this? Uh, this for the Olympics. Yeah. Well, I, it, it's going to still happen. Like what kind you just of won't dog? be able to, like, right downtown Beijing, you're not going to be able to eat dog. Have you had Chocolate Lab before? No. It's actually not that bad. Shut up. Never, never, I'm, I'm dead lab. serious. We used to have my, I had a great aunt that was kind of hillbilly. She was from South Arkansas, lived in the woods. <laughs> 
she honestly ate roadkill. She honestly ate roadkill, and we would go over there, and like if it was killed within the first hour or two, you know, you can tell a fresh kill. Yeah. Uh, she would eat it. She would cook it and eat it. If she had coon, she had squirrel. And I remember one time my mom was telling me as a kid, you know, she would not really ever take us over there. Uh, it was my dad's sister, but she said one time that we actually ate, like, chocolate lab that had been killed in the street. Wow. What did it taste That's like? That's disturbing. Uh, I, I want to say chicken, but not really, you know. It's, it's more I, I of a would... tough. It's tough, like, kind of like deer meat. It's, it's more well, similar to deer meat. It's real tough I and chewy, venison. like just an extremely well-done steak. And I actually think we had a hindquarter cooked probably about medium, medium rare. It's almost like doggy steaks. Do you think, uh, by the way, my when my dog Maverick is rolled over, scratches bellies, gives yeah. him belly scratches, and his thighs... You sound so... And his thighs... Giving belly scratches. Yeah, his thighs were there, and I'm thinking, I wonder oh. if that would taste good. Oh, I, I always <laughs> look at my dog, and I'm like, I bet you are delicious. Right. Mm. Okay. So... Are we wrong, though, to judge China and their eating of dogs if that's what they do? I mean, we're sitting here judging the Satchel Patch because he's had Black Lab before. Chocolate. Ch sorry, Chocolate yeah. Lab. Is it wrong? Um, dog isn't isn't supposed to be eaten, I don't think. Well, I don't think dog is... Why not? I mean, God probably put dog here for us to eat and it's fight. It's meat. It's meat. And I tell you what... Well, if, now, if they're just going to, you know, go to the neighbor's house or the mutt running around the neighborhood, yeah. you know, that's maybe acceptable, but I wouldn't go take somebody's pet i wouldn't go do that but what if it's just like a, a, a what, what are these things where they make all these hundred chihuahuas for paris hilton and all these crazy people what are those things called doggy mill factories mills, yeah puppy mills yeah. that's what it is a puppy mill now if they have a puppy mill almost like where they just breed these dogs for eating you know i wouldn't mind having some because you hear because of the fact that there's this whole thing of you know um you know, people are starving somewhere, and now people are having to give up their animals and foreclosure rates, and there are so many millions of pets without a home. All right, so you think, you got so many pets without a home, you got so many people that are hungry, why aren't we putting these together and solving something finally? I, Because I don't think it would, I think it would breed a whole different type breed, of person. I get it, that's a joke. No, got it. Funny. no, it wasn't a joke. A whole different type of person who would just, like, prefer dog. I, I think if you were a starving person, you ate a dog, because they'd start stealing pets. But but and you but you realize in India, to them, cows are sacred, and, and we're eating I, cows over here. I wouldn't go to India and start cutting cows' throats and start you know making burgers for myself. I would I would draw a line there. What would you eat if I was in India? Yeah, whatever they ate. If they had chicken, I'd they eat have chicken. brains like they have monkey brains, like on Indiana Jones. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> All right, but if you're in China and someone offers you dog, do you eat it? No. No. Why would I have dog? No. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. What is it about dog? Because you they're own very a dog? loyal. They're yeah. They, it, it's a part of the family. It's like eating a kid. Well. All right, now I'm starving. Uh, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Is that? What about you, kid? You probably seem like you would do something like that. No. No. Do you, a, are you? A, are you an animal owner? Yes. Yes. As a dog owner. I, there's no way. There's no way. I couldn't eat what something. Are you, what are you going to do with your dog when it dies? Are you going to cremate it? Are you going to stuff it? Or are you just going to bury it? Chucky soup. Oh, wow. Um, and we just got the dog, so it's... Oh, it's a puppy. Yeah. So it's a veal. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be nice and tender. They, they could die pretty quick. You know, they get sick and boom, they're out the window. you got to have a pellet plan. What kind of what kind of dog do you have? Yorkie. A Yorkie. Oh, man. Yeah. Why is it just a flaming dog? That really is a sissy dog. 
Uh, I have an Australian Shepherd Jack Russell Terrier mix. I have a Shepherd mix. You just have a mutt. Here's a mutt, too. I think mine would probably taste the best out of all of them. Mutts are almost like, uh, if you had to go seafood, like a catfish, a, a bottom breeder. Right. You know, they but eat mutts are the, the I, best dogs, though. Let me ask you this. This mm, is the God's honest know. truth. All right. Let me see where you are in your pet love. Okay. Nuclear fallout. Mm. It's just you and your house. All right. It's you and your animal. Yeah. There's no food. You've gone through everything in the cabinets. You can't mm. leave. It's just you and your animal. Kind of like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You've been. That show he did. Um, what? We oh, did that movie. Uh, yeah. With the dog. I am legend. I am legend. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How does your mind work, boy? <laughs> so anyway, you're in that situation, okay? And it's down and it's you and the dog. Mm. One of you is going to eat the other to survive. Cody can eat me. Really? Yeah. You would not eat the dog. We're to not survive. talking about putting peanut butter on yourself. No. No, we're talking about, you know, I die and then she can eat me. So and she can live a little longer. And that's just the way you'd go out. Yep. You suck. Uh, 800-636-1067. I'm just wondering. You know, and because it's funny to me that China's like, all right, we make sure these Americans are coming over and you know they're a bunch of fruits and they're all, you know, they're all crybaby. It's not just us. It's the English. It's the French. None of them want to come over and see dog on the menu. Can you imagine the people that love dog over there and are really genuinely upset about this? And they're like, <laughs> no, you're not taking my dog off. Um, then you think about it, too, like you just taunt them. As you're walking around, maybe you take yours, walking around on a leash. They, they look at us like, what are you guys doing? You just let your food wander around the house? <laughs> get a wiener dog and put a red and yellow well, stripe I, along its back and, and prance him around town. Every once in a while, it does hit me on how odd it is. I just have an animal just wandering around the house. And I got four. Sleep in my bed with me. Yes, that's what I was saying. Like, I got four that it is. It's like the zoo. Anytime you go to the zoo... Uh, there they are. They're just, and they're just they're they have control of your domain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's really dumb when you they think about it. They look at everything from a different perspective as well. It's like they see the underside of everything. Yeah, like you know they're looking up and everything. The, the universe. Sometimes I will look at a dog, you know, and you know, what's going on in your head there, you know. Kind of like that commercial where he's like, if dogs could talk, and then he's just bacon, 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 <laughs> bacon, bacon, bacon. You know, getting inside a dog's head and what they really do during the day. Well. It's very easy to judge a country like China or, um, let's see, uh, Africa on how they treat their dogs. Right. And, uh, dogs and women. How you treat your dogs and women is how you can be judged as a country. America's great because we treat our women great and we treat our dogs terrifically. And we have porn that puts the two together yes. sometimes. Yes. 800 it's not Germany. 800-636-1067. I also saw this thing this week, too. Speaking about, like, food and race, mm. where in England, they're telling teachers, if you see a kid that doesn't like spicy food, make sure you tell us, because that kid's probably racist. Oh, yeah. I know. Uh, we got a racist here in the studio with us. Dubs, I knew that. No. You, the I other knew that. bigot. Who? Behind the glass I over can't there. can't stand spicy food. At all? <laughs> At all. Just say it. White power. <laughs> why, why not, Mikey? Let's go to Mark in uh, Springfield, line one. Mark, you there? Mark. Hello? Yeah, what's up? Nothing much, man. I just want to say, I got a one-year-old uh, puppy, Beagle, and I could never see myself telling him eating him. I wouldn't have the guts to do it. I'd rather kill myself, probably. See, and that's what's interesting. But I'm talking about you're in a scenario. It's just you and him. There's nothing else in the world. You're going to let him eat your face off as opposed to you eating him and then make be hoping you get rescued. I mean, either way, I'm going to die in a few days anyway, so... 
Yeah, you, nuclear fallout's going to kill you probably anyway. You but, might as well let your dog eat you. Why not have a great final meal? Thank you for the phone call, because then you get <laughs> his powers, too. That guy <laughs> sounds like a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of powers does a dog have anyway? Even if that were true, what do you get? A tail? <laughs> I'm telling you, all of a sudden your senses are enhanced and you can smell things better. And, and then you're colorblind. Um, well, listen, there's always good and bad uh, whenever you eat a dog. Uh, 800-636-1067. About the uh, people being racist because they don't like spicy food, is, is this where the country's going now? Is this how bad it's getting where we can't say stuff on the radio? We can't even have a discrepancy on food, like and dislike. We can't say I'm not turned on by red-haired chicks or black-haired chicks or black women or Asian women or Latin women because that can be construed as racist. Uh, yeah, we are completely sissified now, especially when it comes to race. Um, here in the hideout, uh, you know that we even have to be careful about certain stuff that we do. We got a Mexican on the show, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that bothers me every day. I have to wrestle with that thought every day. Well, the thing part. is, if we, we could get him to do some... a Mexican on the show. Stop if it. we could get him to do some uh, show prep and help out a little bit, he just sits around all day and does nothing. All right. Uh, busy working the fields. Hey, so... Do you think this, though? Like, if you don't like spicy food, then it's like, all right, well, I hate no. Mexicans because I don't like Taco Bell. No, it's uh, I don't like spicy foods. It doesn't go any further than that. It's not that I don't like uh, Mexicans or... I, I Isolate hate, that. I hate Asian food <laughs> with a passion. I cannot stand it. It doesn't mean that I hate Asians. I'm going to eat my payway during the break. What, what do you not like about Asian food? That bothers it's me. Disgusting. That's just chicken and rice. I, I do like uh, chicken fried rice. Other than that, I hate it. It's just too, I don't know, it, it, like the uh, the sauces in it are too much. I'm it, telling you, you need to try your dog out. It's not that bad. <laughs> um, so Thai food is god-awful. Isn't oh, that the brain? Now. brain? No, Thai food, uh, They it all, it's all made in like fish oils and stuff. So like, it, Which it, stuff that's good for you? Well, it, it just tastes like fish. Anything you order just tastes like fish. It has a fish twinge to it. Uh, so you're not racist, though, if you don't like certain food. No. Why would you be? I think so. It is funny, though, that now that's part of the scenario of, you know, like, we're just looking for any reason to say you're a racist or you're a racist. Well, uh, in Texas, a county official said uh, a guy was racist because he used the term black hole. Let me find the exact uh, exact quote this guy came from. Um, let me see. Well, uh, black hole was just used as a black hole thing like a sucking in like anything and when you're uh, talking i think i heard this too where he was talking about like the, the department of transportation or when yes, going uh, to the dmv or it something. sounds like central collections has become a black hole is what he said and uh uh a dallas county official said uh why is it got to be black hole you know well, that's racist and you know why is angel foods cake white and why is devil's food cake black so he's just Come doing on. like an old bit from, yeah uh, i don't even know who did that bit originally like a martin lawrence who stole everything from richard pryor or something mm -hmm. along those lines but it's just that angle does it bother you though that you can't really say anything at all just remotely regard you know related to race well white people have it the worst we can't say anything no we can't yeah and who then, are we gonna make fun of and we aren't even Me. encouraged to... Uh, That's because you deserve it. We aren't even encouraged to uh, apply for a job. No. Nope. Everybody else is encouraged first. And then if, if they aren't qualified, then we'll take you. I tell you what. We got to work. The races are taking it too far right now. 
and the blowback is going to be horrendous in about 10 years. Because they're going to have all the jobs and our country is going to go down the drain. No. All right, stop that. No, it's not that. It's that it, people are going to just get too hypersensitive. And you then don't think they're gonna? You don't think we're already there? It's going to get worse. And then finally, There's white no people are worse. going to push back. And it, it, it's a pendulum. It's so you're thinking pull- white people are getting bullied around right now? Yeah. Without a doubt we are. How? How is your life so tough, white man? Because every time you uh, you apply for a job, you see uh, minorities and women encouraged to uh, to apply. Yeah, apply. That's all. They're, that doesn't mean they're going to get the job. It means they're going to be looked at first. Ooh, we got a uh, black female who uh, who. But do you understand who's why they're qualified? But we're going to give her a shot anyway, just because she's black. Do you understand why that is though? Because for so long, you people didn't allow them to have you jobs. People. Why you do you people. say you people? You say that in like a demeaning way. And I'm not saying that I, I dislike other races because I don't. I just think whites superior. What do you mean? No, all right. No, you don't. Stop that and take it back. Now you're trying to be a shock jock over there, you idiot. I don't find any of it superior or inferior. I just think that we've created a level playing field right now where everybody is getting... So everything's equal- level right now. Well, it, it, everything's looked at as level. I don't, I don't think... Honestly, I, still, I, I don't think, think it's level, to be honest. I, I think, think we're still one generation away. When you have a generation of, say, my grandmother... Who's a flat-out racist? Yeah, you know she's she's ninety, yeah, but, but she's, she's, not, she's years not hiring anybody anymore. I know, but still, one generation away, and like uh, other people of other races, their grandparents experienced real racism. Now, maybe in today's society, there's no real racism going on, but you have people that are still working, that are still in the workforce, that were raised by people who experienced racism. So it's almost taught to them as a kid, even though it might not be there. And I think the off the. Uh, Racism on both sides offset each other because there's racism from the black community. There's racism. You can't from the be racist community. if you're black. Yes, you can. Not you at absolutely all. Absolutely can. What do you mean? I think sure even can. more so than uh, in the white community now. Why is that? How do you mean they can't be racist though? They can be prejudiced, but not racist. They can't be racist against white people. No, not at Why all. Why not? They just they can't because racist means you're white and you you're, you're racist. I've been I've been to the hood several times and been turned down on a baggie because I was white. But that doesn't mean or they're racist. Ten dollars more. Or something like that. That doesn't mean they were racist. That just means prejudice is different from racist. No, because you are white. It's a race issue. Yeah, they so wouldn't let racist. me. They wouldn't let me come in the front door. I had to go around to the back in the little back alley and get it done, and then get out of there. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Hefe and Dub, Satchel Patch, and the Kid McLovin here in the Hideout one zero six point seven WJFK. Hey, on the other side of this, all right. You know what we haven't done in a little while? Well, we're here talking about race. Hmm. Let's play guess the race. Okay. We'll give away a prize. We'll, uh, you know, CK said every, anytime we have a little game and we want to play, we can give away a prize. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Guess the race is very, very easy. We bring up a new story, and you just guess what race uh, What race is the culprit in, yeah. the, our, in our, the issue. Our comedian buddy, Pedro Lima, who was in here last week as part of that whole Carlin versus Sinbad thing that you can get on the podcast on WJFK.com. He had a he has a comedy bit talking about guess the race that whenever you close your eyes and you watch the news you can you know depending on what the story is you can guess the race you know what it is and I know me as a as a minority mm. I hate it every time there is something that's really bad because I'm thinking oh man is this going to set us back is something like this going to set us back you hear a white you know you hear about somebody eating children and you figure automatically white mm. you know what I mean all right so here's the idea. Okay, 
Here's the headline. We'll take a break. We'll come back and see if we can get somebody for Guess the Race. 800-636-1067. Woman bitten in brawl at butcher loses finger. Guess the race. Woman bitten at brawl. Bitten in a brawl. In a brawl at the butcher. Loses her finger. 800-636-1067. Guess the race. We'll come back on the other side, too, and uh, let you know what it was. And in addition to that, we'll give you the full details on this. It's a goodie. It's next in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. You are listening to, to, to the hideout. The hideout. We thank you so much. The Hideout. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. On this hour of the Hideout, we talked about Tony Snow and Bozo's death. We talked about old Nickelodeon shows. We talked about dogs and how China is taking them off the menu. We talked about spicy foods and racism. I'm the Kid McLovin, and now you're up to date on the Hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. All right. Back in the hideout, Saturday night, hour two. We're about to play Guess the Race. What we have to give away? Raw tickets and uh, Nationals tickets. Get out. So... That's wow. what we're giving away here. Maybe we'll do another game show a little bit later on then. Yeah. Uh, just keep with the game show theme since we got raw tickets and national tickets. By the way, big ups to the intern at the JFK Compound. Uh, podcasts already up. For the first hour, both of them. Thank you so much. Uh, also, too, hello to everybody. More people popping into the hideout showroom on Pal Talk. Uh, we're in there. Uh, so go to... Uh, Pal Talk, and if you have it, search The Hideout Showroom. And there's now a page on WJFK.com for this show, as we are going to fill in Monday and Tuesday night for Jim Rohn. It's almost like we're an actual show now. It's starting to happen. Yeah. Uh, that's Dubs. I'm Hefe. Satchel Patch is over there, and the Kid McLovin is over there. If you want to participate, 800-636-1067. Before the break, I gave you a headline. you got to guess the race uh, based on what the headline was. Um, very easy. Again, based off of a comedy bit mm-hmm. that our comedian buddy Pedro uh, does. So, um, once again, here is that headline. Woman bitten in brawl at butcher loses fingertip. 800-636-1067. Who do we want to bring up to guess the race? Let's go Chris in Fairfax. Oh, actually, sorry. Ron in Woodbridge. Ron, Ron in Woodbridge. Ron in the bridge. Uh, you're in the hideout, my man. How are you? Cool. Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Good, buddy. All right. I want you to guess the race. I'll, re- I'll read it to you one more time. Woman okay. bitten in brawl at butcher... Loses fingertip. Guess the race. Um, I'm guessing uh, redneck white woman. Redneck white woman is incorrect. Sorry, Sorry. not a redneck white woman. 
Now let's go to Chris in Fairfax. Let's try Chris. Guess the race in the hideout, Chris. You there, Chris? Let's go to Nick in Maryland. Nick, you there? Line three. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Thanks for having me on, guys. You bet, buddy. All right. Let me guess here. Only one kind of broad will do that. The fiery Hispanic lady. Fiery Hispanic lady is incorrect. Mm. Sorry. Ah. I thought this was going to be so easy. I can't believe they're struggling. You're in the high. Now, I mean, the beauty of this is... You got many races still out there for you to guess. 800-636-1067. Guess the race on the woman bitten in brawl at Butcher losing a finger tag. They've already narrowed it down pretty well for you. So yeah, it uh, wasn't a redneck white woman, and that just kind of encompasses white people. Mm -hmm. The uh, that does the guess for the white, the guess for the Hispanic, and we got raw tickets and we got nationals tickets. Monday Night Raw and uh, the nationals. So uh, line them up. 800-636. 1067. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, too, tonight, J Dubs, mm -hmm. uh, you and I will continue our dumb poetry jam. Yes. This is something that the Satchel Patch brought to the show. I have my poem ready. I have mine as well. It's, uh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, a little embarrassment happening in my life, which will help. You don't know about it. Satchel Patch don't know about it, and the kid don't know about it. It's something uh, that. Happened to be at my new place. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually excited about that. Let's go to Jason in Leesburg. Jason, you're in the hideout. What's up? Gentlemen, hey, what's going on? Buddy, guess the race. Um, I want to say, well, I heard the first person, someone said a white person. What was the next guess? The next was a Latino. All right, I want to guess a African-American lady. You, you are correct. correct. Congratulations, my man. Hold on. You got your choice. Of either uh, Raw or the Nationals. Hang tight, brother. Thanks, guys. All right. Um, this one's a doozy. Yeah. This one happened in our own backyard where uh, where we happened to originate the show. It was in Tampa, Florida. And okay, the story's so good, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> uh, here's the situation. It's a meat market, mm -hmm. all right, in the hood. Yeah. And they, they, they sell hog jowls there. Yeah. I mean, you know. What the hell is that? Uh, like the cheap jowl areas of hogs. They gotcha. saw that to eat. All right. So anyway, a woman's in there already. She has number 53. Okay? She's chatting on the phone, hanging out. Mm. Uh, a woman's in front of her with a number 51. Well, she decides, you know, uh, she's going to leave. Well, a woman walks in, takes number 54, but the woman that's leaving hands the woman that just walked in her number 51. Yeah. So she thinks, hey, this is my great, this is a great day for me. You know, I'm walking right in, going to the front of the line. As it turns out, the original number 53 woman that was sitting there, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she sees this. She's like, what's kind of going on? The butcher's like, no, 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 no. Uh, to the back of the line. Yeah. Hold on, number 51. You didn't earn that. Come on, 53. I'll get you your hog jowls or whatever it is. <laughs> chitlins. Your chitlins. Whatever you want. Pig's feet. Well, number 51 gets pissed. Mm -hmm. I mean, she gets livid, and so her and number 53 start going at it. Yeah. Like, they start they start fighting. Well, there's probably one pig snout left. Uh, I mean, really, <laughs> if, if there's one pig, pig snout left yeah. and two people need pig snout, one person <laughs> wants snout, the other one doesn't want tongue. So, arms flail, punches landed, number 53 says she reached toward number 51's face and felt a crunch. Uh oh. And at that point, <laughs> The finger had been bitten off, detached above the pink French tip uh, fingernail, 
that had been scheduled for a manicure later on that day. Wow. <laughs> so a friend picks it up, puts it on ice. Yeah. And you're thinking, all right, you know, I guess it could happen. It's kind of crazy. Turns out this was the second time this bitch had had a fingertip bitten off. <laughs> It, it had also happened at another time at her sister-in-law's house when she got into a fight with a family member so over this, there. Was this the same finger? Was it fragile? No. It, it was, was barely it held was on a, by it stitches? A, it was a different different finger altogether. It's, it's a completely and different finger. This time it was the ring finger. That's a serious chomp right there. Yeah. To bite down on a finger and, and get some oh, nail in the mouth. Uh, yeah, if you can look up the so, uh, story online, there's a mug shot of this lady, the bit. And she's just showing off those chompers. She's smiling. Yeah. So what's been going on then is that the other woman, the woman who had her finger cut off, has been all over the paper and all over the news. Yeah, she has a picture all <laughs> with uh, with her hand rested on the ace bandaged. Uh, it looks like a Kmart wall, uh, uh, Kmart uh, glamour shot. Right. Right. <laughs> so um, let me play you. Uh, let me set the scene because I want to read a little bit of this story because it's great. All right. Mm-hmm. The woman's name, she's 39 years old. Her name's Winbush. Why my finger? She asked. Her left hand wrapped in pink bandages. Her finger in a splint. I don't know who's going to put a ring on my nub. (laughs) She works in a daycare where her hands help with puzzles and art. Before that, she assembled Big Macs and Whoppers at Burger King and McDonald's <laughs> and punch keypads and phone numbers as a telemarketer. <laughs> oh, she'd been in some fights. She was arrested 30 times and served prison time, including <laughs> robbery and grand theft. But in all that time, she never bit off anyone's finger, she said. The worst she did was scratch a woman's face. <laughs> I guess there's no rules in fighting, and I'm the prime example. It's a great article. Yeah, you got to find this. It's, it's very condescending. The whole the whole article. TampaBay.com is where it is, and you just Google bitten finger bumpers or uh, whatever the other lady's name Wimbush. is. Wimbush. But it's just so funny, you know. And it, that's kind of the fun of that, you know, the guess they, the race. They have to um, step up, right? And uh, put put some money up there for a, a boxing match with these two. Because all of uh, all of the area will show up for that. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It is the Hideout Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK on a Saturday night. If you want to get in, 1-800-636-1067. Are we also, done with the game? Also, uh, pal talk uh, as far as... Yeah, that's all I have for Guess the Race for right now. I got a story for Guess the Race. It's pretty simple. Okay. Uh... You still want to play it? Do you have? Do we have? Do yeah. we have another person online that maybe wants to play? Yeah. Let's uh, let's try Jason. Oh no, uh, Gavin and Fairfax. All right. Give us the headline. Just give us the headline, uh, Satchel Patch, and we'll see if Gavin can get it. All right. Let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and find it now. Good night. Not prepared. All right. Here we go. Uh, man finds master key to apartment complex, makes a beeline for the laundry room panty stash, then gets weird. All right, guess the racing on that, Gavin. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, um, what, what do you think? What's that one? You want to repeat it? I, I got it. Um, I heard Man, f- about I'll... Japanese guys in underwear. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad guess. Yeah, he said Japanese. Incorrect. 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 But that's, that's a nice guess. The headline, once again, is Man Finds Master Key to Apartment Complex, Makes Beeline for Laundry Room Panty Stash, Then Gets Weird. Let's go 
line three, Mitch in Montgomery. Mitch, yeah. you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. What do you got, buddy? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I was originally going to do the same thing he did, but uh, I'll have to sh- shoot for, uh, uh, let's say, let's say a uh, white person. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you're a winner. Hold on, my man, for the raw or national tickets, whatever you want. Hang tight as we get yeah, nice. How, how easy was that? I didn't... You know, it's funny that both of them, though. Well, I can tell you why Japan, probably. Because that didn't. Wasn't it in Japan where they were selling used panties in vending machines? Yeah, they're like Coke really? machines. They're Coke machines. What? Fifty uh, cents you, a pop. I might. I might uh, spring for that. I don't know how much. I think they ran like ten bucks. Ten? No, that's, but that's they, absurd. They were, they were soiled <laughs> women's underwear. That's absurd. Wow. Really? In yeah. vending machines? Wow. That's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> honestly, would you? Honestly, if they had one of those here, I would. I would go check it out. Take a big whip. Probably, probably once I would. Uh, depending on if I like I mean, it, I'd look at it. But I'm not. Well, you, it's dirty laundry. What are you going to go buy? I mean, is that part of your freak? Wait, I mean, I would, I would try it out. I don't, I don't know if it would really get to me. But. I'm, I'm definitely with the try it out. There's a lot of stuff like that that I might would be into maybe one time. But uh, the, pretty much the story: the man was ended up being arranged on indecency charges. He stole the keys to the apartment complex, got into the uh, uh, laundry room, and st- like after hours, and started getting into people's, you know, unmentionables. They're unmentionables, and uh, <laughs> and, it, and when it got weird, that's the way it started. He, he eventually took off his clothes and started running around in his socks and his hat, <laughs> and uh, he got arraigned on an indecency charge, and. Uh, he was. It says he appeared nearly naked. Had it not been for the cap and socks in the lobby, where he was seen by a female resident who called the police, and the guy's name John Clifford, 30 years old, and uh, he said he actually left before the police arrived, but he was stopped nearby and uh, identified by the resident, and he was charged with breach of the peace. Well, that reminds me of the time that I was living in Silver Spring, Maryland, and mm-hmm. someone broke into my house and stole my shirt and wore it, and then brought it back. And they would break into my house just to wear my clothes. They would not. They did. It, it happened. It did not happen. Um, I'm guaranteeing your ex-wife was cheating on you, and he, the the man wore the uh, the clothes and wore them home. And then she's like, "Hey, just return it so I can, re- you know, put it back in the closet." Before he notices, and then he noticed one time. Listen, I'm telling you, I lived in the Blairs in Silver Spring, and like I, I, it was a favorite shirt that I had. Yeah. And I was looking for it. I could not find it. I could not find that shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I wore something else. Yeah. Came home. Plain as day, staring me right in the face as I'm putting up my clothes, is the very shirt that I was looking for. Did you teach your your wife? So you were married at the time? Yeah. Did you teach her uh, a lesson for messing with your things? It was her. And I'll tell you this, too. When I lived there, a neighbor had the exact same thing. You know how sometimes you come home... Like, you know the way you left stuff. And you come home, and things are not the same as when you originally left. Somebody's been in your house. I'm telling you, someone was in my house, wearing my clothes, taking them, and then bringing them back. You, you think Someone that- was living the life of Hefe. <laughs> you, think, you think some husky man was breaking into your house, wearing your triple XL, and bringing it, it back? It was just an XL at the time, thank you very much. <laughs> You've never had that though. No. You've never had anybody come into your house and wear your stuff, and then that bang. actually sounds like something the kid would do. No. Kid, have you ever put on somebody else's clothes and no, they were around? No, skin. Yeah. No. <laughs> like you, you've never put on your your mother's teddies or anything like that, and no. pranced in front of the mirror with lipstick on and high heels. No. Are you sure? I'm positive. All right. I'm not like you. Well. At all? No. 
Because I was about to say, like, I mean, there have been times, maybe, where I try to try on my stepmom's panties. But see, I was young. Uh, I've thrown on a woman's panties before. I have to. I've actually got caught by the girl. You know, and it wasn't a girlfriend of mine. (laughs) And I was wearing her underwear. It was... It was, you know, I lived in a house with a couple of buddies. Yeah. And so there was four of us, you know, and so, it's, you know, you live in a house with four guys. You're always looking for that next thing to do to really set the room off and make everybody else laugh, kind of like here in the hideout. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one of my roommates had this girl that would come over all the time. And apparently she was over there, the, you know, the night before, and she left her, her you know, her, her, her panties. And, and a brazier mm-hmm. in the room. And so, so we're all sitting there in the living room watching TV. And, and I had to walk through his room to go to the bathroom. And I see her <laughs> stuff laying there. And I said, this would be great. So I get undressed and uh, put, put on her, her panties and her brazier. And I actually, you know, put it on there, gave myself a nice wedgie so it would go real far real far up and i come prancing in there in the living room like nothing's wrong but you know <laughs> like nothing they were all sitting there watching tv and i just come walking in with the bra and panties on and then you know they just start laughing hysterically you know and then i start modeling them you know and uh, showing them how my junk looks in, in the panties yeah and how everything i'm spinning and so you know we're all having a good laugh and i'm st- kind of standing in the hallway where they can all you know see me and yeah. all of a sudden the front door flies open and it was this girl whose stuff i was wearing and we all kind of looked at her and i'm sitting there kind of embarrassed the girl was more mortified than we were of you course know? but uh you know she starts laughing you know not laughing she got really embarrassed we all start laughing i was pretty embarrassed because i just got caught by the girl wearing her panties and brassiere mm-hmm. but uh you know it doing, all went a, well. doing a fashion show for other men yeah Ugh. and now i just i threw on a pair before just to see how it feels it feels yeah, good. I, yeah, it does. You know, I, you know, the I, silk feels pretty good. It nice. makes it. It makes it. I can see how they walk in high heels now. Yeah. With the wedgie. Yeah. You know, they get those little bitty, little bit of dental floss and hike it right up. It makes you walk like oh, that. Your hips swing. I thought with me admitting this, you guys are you know bust my chops. Yeah. I I feel better now. <laughs> but let me let me add the other thing. Uh, I ripped them because I was too fat. <laughs> but listen, honestly, I think it's normal. I think it's normal to try on women's underwear. Yeah. I mean, you've done it. You've done it. I've done it. We've all done it. I'm sure the kid, you've done it before, too, haven't now. you? No. No. You have to. Don't I have lie. not. You've never put on women's underwear? No. Would you Why? like to? No. Why not? Remember we made our old producer trunks? That, that, was, his, that was his uniform. He'd wear out to all the remotes. For the live broadcasts. We'd <laughs> really? Made a, we'd make him put on Under Armour and then... Uh, women's underwear? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Kid, uh, honestly, you're telling me you've never went through your mom's panty drawer? Have you ever seen your mom's panties? No. You've never folded them like you you don't have laundry duty. You still live at home, right? Yes, I have laundry duty, but I have my laundry duty. You don't you don't you don't help out with the family. I mean, imagine your mom does the cooking and stuff like that. You come home, your job. They don't want me. They don't want Listen, me doing the laundry. How else do you get your allowance? Like you you get do you do, do you clean <laughs> you still the toilet? allowance? I, I I hand I hand my time card to Dro every two or to Hefe uh, every two weeks. All right, you know, now we we know you probably still get allowance. You're folding clothes and stuff like that. Do you wash <laughs> no. your own laundry? Yes. Have you ever seen a pair of your mother's unmentionables? No, I have not. You've never yes. seen a pair. Right, let me no. ask you this: Have you ever seen unmentionables in person? Yes. Not. We're not talking about in the store. <laughs> we're not talking about walking through the women's section in a department store at Sears. Gosh, um, I don't think so. Wow. Wow. I honestly you, don't think so. I I grew up in a house of women. I saw my mom's unmentionables. I've saw, I've seen just out now 
private parts. Yesterday, I was walking. <laughs> honestly, yesterday I was walking around my apartment complex with my girlfriend's panties for a hat. <laughs> we were doing. We were on the way to the laundromat, and they were used. All right. So we're. we're on I don't the, know why I just got a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the way to do our laundry. And, you know, she had like four or five, uh, you know, how you, you kind of load everything up. Right. Well, the last thing she threw on, she just ran around, grabbed some old underwear, and threw it on top of the laundry basket. And so we're walking through the complex, and I thought this would be embarrassing for her. So I put four pairs of her underwear, and I can barely see. You know, I got peepholes. I pretty much need goggles to see yeah. out of them. Let's, and, go, let's go to Mike in Maryland on line one. Mike, you there? You're in the hideout. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, I yeah. thought I was the only one that wore my uh, girlfriend's underwear. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, isn't it? You guys are totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. By listening, hey, thank you for the phone call, brother. Uh, yeah. By listening to you and your sound, no DJ calls. You guys are totally normal. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, I do not think so. Now I am convinced that the only one is the 26-year-old virgin on the other side of the glass that has never even seen unmentionables on a woman. You, Have you guys ever had sex with muskmelon? <laughs> That's normal, too. I uh, can't believe you've never seen a pair of panties that have been worn before. I can't believe you were walking around with four pairs on your head yesterday on the way to the laundromat. Listen, I bet, I, I bet, honestly, if you come in here and sniff my forehead, you still can get a whiff. <laughs> All right. Come uh, on. It is the hideout, F.A. Doves. Satchel Patrick, the Kid McLovin, 106.7 WJFK. It is interesting. All right. Because now that I think about it with my chick, like, I don't know. I don't think I, I, I couldn't fit into him. It'd be no, you just like, it'd be like sixth grade all over again. Uh, but <laughs> when I tried to put on my stepmother's. See, I is never since meant... sixth grade, though, since you put on woman's underwear? Yes. Good. Do it as a man. Yeah. Mm. No. Do it as a man. It fits better. Yeah. A lot more hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. Hey, by the way, uh, on the WJFK.com page, mm. speaking of chunks, our old producer, yeah. under the new stuff, we have some old school things. If you want to go watch those, they're on YouTube, including, uh, you, you know what, let me find the uh, the gay video, too, because that's of him in his underwear doing the day. Yeah, it's I, on YouTube. So. I can go add that really quickly. But we got the old sniff challenge, yeah. uh, breaking his PS2. Uh, and also at the time we almost made Screech cry when we were in Orlando. <laughs> so we got all that, WJFK.com. There's finally going to be new stuff from the hideout up there overall. Hey, I got a quick, all right, we're talking about, you know, guys and, you know, Women's acting hurt. off and, you know, and stuff like that. When we come back, there's a story that happened uh, in PG County mm -hmm. with some firefighters over there. And I want to play it for you, and I want to see where you guys come down on this. Okay. Uh they, they were getting in trouble for some hijinks, mm -hmm. literally some stuff that we would do here in the hideout. But they're really busting these guys' uh, balls over it. So I'm going to take a break and come back. I'm going to play the story from Fox 5 that had the exclusive, where it seems that they're just kind of trying to give them some, you know, really trying to give them some hell for what I don't know. But I want to play that for you when we get back on the other side. Also, too, any of your phone calls... We still have uh, the, uh, we, oh, we got another game show we might want to play, too, on the other side as well, if we have any more raw national tickets. We'll figure that out if we have that, plus dump uh, jam poetry. So that is all on the way. Tefe and Dubs, The Kid, Satchel Patch, um, we're all here in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK.
I want an apology because that is just so rude and obscene and I just am really hurt by it. Like, why would you say something like that? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in the car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. want to remind you, we will be live Monday and Tuesday night in for the vacationing Jim Rome. Very excited about that. Thank you, CK, for giving us the opportunity to pinch hit for the big guy. Yeah, we're pinch hit uh, for Jim Rome. And we will be epic. Uh, we'll all four be here. Hefe Dubs and Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin. By the way, uh, also, too, the hideout finally on WJFK.com. The intern is kicking ass yeah. with putting up the, the, the podcast. The, the last segment's already up there. It's amazing. He's, he's speedy fast. He's awesome. You're hired. <laughs> uh, by the way, I was telling you about the Corolla is gay music video. Yeah. Wearing, you know, women's underwear at live remotes. That was his uniform. Uh, that video was up under new stuff from the hideout. You might want to go watch that, the kid, if you ever think that we're treating you bad. Yeah, if you ever think we're mean, man, go watch any of those Corolla YouTube videos. Uh, but that one's, uh, I already have. Oh, have you? I, 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 I wanted to see what I was getting myself into. Oh, nice. He did a little uh, research for himself. And you got to admit, we're infinitely nice now. Oh, right? yes. The only thing, let me say this really quickly before we get back into the show. I'm a little disappointed. In what? Well, we started the show by talking about Tony Snow dying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you specifically brought up that already on, like, comments, like on the story and stuff, people are ripping him, which I think is, is stupid. Uh, whether or not you agree with the guy's politics or that he worked with the administration. He was a good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy universally. Everybody liked him. And uh, it sucks that he's dead. And I just think it's it's too early to be talking so much trash the way people are. So I said, if you want to be negative and you want to spew some venom, do it on the hideout page on WJFK.com. Mm-hmm. Go there and talk some trash about some people that deserve it. Us. And... Here are some of the posts. All right. I've already gone through. The Hideout Rules. Welcome back to WJFK. Listen to The Hideout back in D.C. live Saturday night, 69. It's about time The Hideout got some love on WJFK. The best show in all of radio. If we're going to do this, if you're going to lie, make it a good lie. Let's do this right. Uh, Here's one. Uh, Here's the person's name. Great show or the greatest show? The Hideout is probably the best show on the radio, and that's what we got so far. So I'm very disappointed in you that you have not gone and spewed venom toward Dubs especially. Why me? Because if anyone deserves it, it's the kid toucher in the room. So if you would, There's please. a kid toucher in the room? Uh, <clears throat> I just swallowed deep. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, dump that. 800-636-1067. So here's the thing. Go to the go to the page wjfk.com and uh, show us some hate. That's all we ask. It's the least you could do. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, J Dubs, a couple of other things that we wanted to get to tonight. In a little bit, we're going to uh, 
We play another game show. Because earlier in the show, we were talking about game shows are the hit. They're, yeah, it's they're nothing, the thing. It's nothing but game shows, essentially, in the top 20 television and they, shows. And they call it reality TV, but it's what it is. It's game shows. But in the meantime, before we get to that, it's a usual Saturday night tradition. And I guess we'll do it Monday and Tuesday night, too, when we're in for Jim Rome. And it is now time for Dumb Poetry Jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do our week in review in poetry form. And we give uh, one of the highlights from the week uh, for each of us in poem form. So who would like to start right now in dumb poetry jam? I'll set the bar low. All right, Dubs, you usually do, so set okay. that bar low. All right, uh, again, you give the title of your poem, Yep. and then we'll get the beat going, and then you do it, all right? All right. It's called Put the Lotion on the Basket. I grabbed my favorite video and lotion. It's fantastic. When I put lotion on the basket. I turned the speakers up and tried to grasp it when I put lotion on the basket. Through all the excitement, I didn't notice the door open up. And the roommate saw it when I put lotion on the basket. Stop it. <laughs> I've never been caught before. Stop it. You're already selling our fruit baskets. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding? Never been caught before. And First then, time. And now, all growing up, I was Cause, all... Because Dub's moved out of my house, thank God. Wow. And you're living with a woman now. Yeah. And, and now, and what happened... Good night! Uh, we both have dogs. I had uh, my door closed and everything. Her dog is a little... Uh, rambunctious and gets excited and runs around uh, and plays fetch with itself. The dog uh, threw itself a bone and uh, ran into my door and cracked it open. And she came over to close the door, peeked in, and I was doing my thing. Did she say anything? Oh, Uh, No, I just turned around and had that deer in my voice look. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, you know... No! Uh, oh, no! What did she say? It, it's been quieter on the house lately. Wow. You're kidding. Yeah. So, wait, 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 when was this? Um, This was Thursday. Well, you know this was bound to happen. Oh, it, no, because I've never lock? been caught before. Well, you got the first fruit basket siding out of the way. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have a lock on your door? No. Uh, did you talk to her about it? No, we've... Basically, just she was, glazed over it. Did you think? Literally. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, she's got to know this is something you're going to be doing on a regular basis. Yeah, stay away from your part of the your you know your domain. Mm-hmm. But was uh, uh was, to, was she gone or or you, she was like in there making not, kitchen or doing laundry and you yeah, just kind of I mean, shut we, your door? We basically you know keep to ourselves. You know, she'll be in her room or out in the living room, and I'll be in my room or you know vice versa. And, uh, yeah, it, you, it wouldn't have been a problem any other time except for this dog had to bump into the door. But she was there making yeah. a bologna sandwich. Something like that, yeah. And had the door, and you just had the door shut and thought it was time. Yeah. Now, are you listening to her or something like that, doing anything weird or erotic like that? No, I was just watching porn on the on the. What computer. were you watching? Be as clean uh, as possible. It was, I was just clicking through links on Richard's Realm. That website. Richard Rum's awesome. That's great. I've been using since 1995. That's okay. when I found it when oh, I was in okay. elementary school. Not yeah. elementary, middle school. Yeah. And when the internet first came out, that was great. It, it's still great. Yeah, it's all I free. Got some, I got something better for you I'll share with you. Okay, cool. Uh, nice. uh, Videos. Uh, well, not the 15-second ones. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Nice. 1-800-636-1067. So you guys haven't really spoken about it at all? No. So has it just been, like, awkward around the house? Uh, not as awkward as when you chime in, but, yeah, kind of. <laughs> wow. So there was nothing, though, that was said at all? Like, because here's the fantasy every time something like that happens. No fantasy. You imagine that... Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, she's like, oh, let me take care of that for you, yeah. big boy. Yeah, well, that, that wasn't going to happen because, I don't know, just the awkwardness of, you know, just the moment. I mean, the, the speakers weren't up too loud, so she couldn't hear me unless the door was open. Right. And How many times have you done that there? Only like three or four times. Because you actually blogged about it on yardstickofdeath.com, mm-hmm. your blog, mm-hmm. uh, which is also under new stuff on uh, the yeah, hideout page it, on wjfk.com. It was updated Wednesday, I believe. Wow. That's that's, uh, that's the first time you've got caught? Ever. I've only been caught once in my lifetime, and it was by my mother. Yeah? Yeah. How awkward was that? Well, last week she was down here visiting. <laughs> last week? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This was, this was I was in high school. And it was like a weekend, Friday or Saturday night, mm-hmm. go out drinking with the boys, go start a bonfire in the middle of the woods, yeah. and have a shindig. Mm-hmm. Well, we're out there drinking and partying. I, I get in, it's 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, whatever. I just go to my bed and, you know, kind of pass out or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm laying in my bed, and, uh, you know, this perfect time to run a batch, you know. Got a little buzz, feeling good. Let's go ahead and do the thing. Well... I, apparently my mom, you know, hears me coming in, stumbling or something like that. And she just wanted to check to make sure I was okay. And, of course, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I expected her to be asleep. And she kind of opened the door and was like, are you okay? And stopped in mid-sentence. And I was laying on top of the bed, not under any covers, nothing like that. Uh, just laying right there on the top of the bed. On your running, back? Running a batch. And, yeah, on my back. And, uh, man. Next morning over pancakes was very awkward. I wouldn't have gone down for breakfast. I mean, it was terrible. I would have it was stayed tough. away. It was right. tough. I also got busted too. Why? Um, when I was seven. <laughs> oh, I used to do it at a young I, age too. I think I've. T- I don't know if I've told you this story. Dubs. I started when I was nine or ten. Well, here's what it was. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, I want to thank the person that has but, uh, put a new comment. On WJFK.com. Mm-hmm. This is more along the lines of what I think should go on there. Um, it says, the hideout stinks, I don't like it, and Dubs fails at life. Mm-hmm. So just nothing but truisms going on there. So here's what happens. Do you guys remember when you were a kid, you could have a tent on your bed? Yes. Like they had these tents that you could put on your bed. Yeah. You know, if you had a twin bed, it was actually really cool. I loved it. Wow. <laughs> when I was a kid... Uh, looking for, I think I was looking for Christmas presents or something. I was underneath my mom's uh, bed, and I found a club magazine. All right? Your mom was into that kind of thing? Well, uh, listen to the story. So I find a club magazine. I grab it. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I go back and take it into my tent. And grab it. So I really didn't know what to do. You know what okay. I mean? So I'm looking at it, and by the way, this club magazine. Um, Is it burning to your memory? Yes. There are there were sports <laughs> that were going on in it. Nice. Wow. Of the water nature. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, it's all right. So anyway, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, what is this? But at the same time, I'm oddly, you know, you know, you feel it. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think I was seven or eight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, like, I, I was definitely young. So I kept going back and looking at, like, I'd put it back, and then I'd come and get it or whatever. And then, and, So one day I'm in my tent, 
and I didn't really know what to do. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I can describe this any further. Let's just say I was laying on top of it. Yeah, because I thought maybe that would do something. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then that my, was weird science or something. Yeah. Come alive. Yeah. 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 But so, what? Weird science. The right. movie. Yeah. So I'm laying there, and earmuffs the kid. <laughs> so I'm laying there, and my mom comes into the room. Oh my! Well, now, well, normally not a big deal. Like I could hide it, you know, because I'm in this tent and she can't see. But you could hear. Her. Yeah, well, she comes in. You know, I knew yeah. she was. I knew she was in the room. It was no big deal, you know. I mean, I was underneath the covers. Tell me this: isn't when you tried to kiss her, make out with her? No, <laughs> it's not. So. She decides to crawl into the tent with me. Oh, no. To, you know, hang out with her baby boy. Yeah. Oh, no, not so baby anymore. I'm laying there. And if I if I had just been cool. Everything would have been fine. Everything would have been fine. But I'm laying there with this. And you just get nervous. And by the way, I pulled my pants back up. At <laughs> of course. I'm laying there on this. And finally, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have this? What's wrong with you? Why do you have this in the house? And dude, she was shocked. Uh, she jumps out of the bed. You know what I mean? Uh, she's she's like, oh my god, what is that? Where did you get it? It was underneath your bed. Why do you have it? That's what I'm yelling at her. And she's like, give that to me. No, go throw it away. And so I have to go out and I throw it away. She right? dug it out of the trash. Well, hold on. So then she tears the tent off of my bed. <laughs> like, I lose tent privileges. <laughs> no tent for you. And, you know, this gets thrown away. So anyway, and she tells me, by the way, it's my uncle, my uncles. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. Did you have a lot of uncles? I'll say it. You don't know them. Oh, yeah, I got a ton of uncles. We're Mexican. No, I'm talking about your mom. Oh, this, that's your that, uncle. That's a different story. No, no, it was actually her brother. So she goes, it's Uncle Rolando's. Mm-hmm. And at the age of seven, I go, no, it's not. He's gay. I know that already. So I know it's not his. So I throw it away, okay? Uh, later on, and I'm not lying to you, it has to be ten years later, maybe nine years later. Mm-hmm. I'm up in the attic at my dad's place because uh, they were divorced, all right? So I'm up in the attic and I'm living with my dad and I'm up in our attic and I'm going through some stuff. I'm trying to find some stuff. Mm. And I come across his porn stash. Nice. I'm like, oh, wow. All right, cool. Uh, It's good to know this is where all this is. Never done it in the attic before. Now seems like a good time. Yeah, I'm going through stuff. Stuffy, might as well make it stuffier. What's staring me in the face? HBO Wild World of Sports. The very same club magazine from 10 years earlier. That you threw away. That I threw away in the trash. Memories. Your dad, your dad must have been like, no, there's too many good pages in that thing. I think Yeah, well, the they trash. were married at the time, so I'm wondering if she went and got it out of the trash and gave it to him as part of this is what your son's doing, and then he just keeps it, <laughs> or... If for some reason my life is tied to this club magazine and the fact, think of all the porn in the world, and here it is, this specific club magazine that has shown up twice in my young life, you know, before I graduate high school and once mm-hmm. as a child. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs.
So anyway, that was my story of getting busted. Well, and, I, and I wasn't actually doing anything. All three, of us, all three of us have been caught doing it before. And it's, I think that's natural once again to get caught. And I'm sure you've been caught doing that also, haven't you, kid? Your kid's uh, been no. very quiet. No. You've never been caught running well, a batch? Well, he had earmuffs. You can take the earmuffs off now. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. <laughs> You've never been caught running a batch? No. He's never run a batch. I don't believe that. I do. Mm -hmm. The more I get to know this kid, the more I do believe that. So we've all been caught. We've all worn women's panties. That's just normal. Ah, think of the stuff we're admitting tonight in the hideout. <laughs> That's why we call it the hideout. That's why it's Hefe Dubs, the Satchel Patch, and the Kid McLovin on 106.7 WJFK. All right, we need to break. Mm -hmm. Go on break, come back on the other side, finish up our dumb jam poetry. Dumb, dumb poetry jam? Yeah, whatever we call it now. And then we can also get in a game show, too. Uh, as we And then I also wanted to hit a couple of other things. I mean, we got a lot of stuff. I, luckily, I guess we can save it till Monday when we fill in for Jim Rome. Uh, Monday and Tuesday nights, so it's not like we won't be able to use the material. 800-636-1067 if you've ever been busted. I sit there, Dubs, and I think about the story that you originally started this with, you getting busted by your yeah, this new story, roommate. Terrible. And and have you talked to her much at all since then? Um, No, not really. See, what you've got to impress upon her is that, you know, selling fruit baskets is a way of life for you. Yeah. And, you know, she just declined... The fruit basket, maybe your sales pitch about the fruit basket wasn't proper. Maybe you need to approach it from a different sales, you know, a salesman. Well, when he's sitting there, he's using it. Yeah. Uh, so why am I partaking in the fruit basket? Well, let me ask you this. Where's your dog during all this? Uh, laying on the floor. With peanut, peanut butter in no. his mouth? <laughs> exactly. No peanut butter left. Just smacking away. <laughs> Quick break. Back on the other side. We'll continue this. We'll get in your phone calls. Also... I, I love. I want. I can't wait to hear the kid McLovin's hideout minute update. That's also next on 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. Hey, point out your break. Hey, shower fans. Break. Hey, make your feel different. Break. Hideout. Yeah. The hideout. It's time for the hideout minutes with the kid McLovin. On this hour of the hideout, we started another edition of Lame Poetry. Dubs is being to get getting caught by his roommate running a batch. We played Guess the Race, and the guys talked about their love of of wearing women's underwear. I'm the kid McLovin, the normal one, and you're up to date on the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. WJFK, FA and Dubs, the Satchel Patch looking at himself on my uh, cam on Pal Talk. <laughs> Just waving at everybody <laughs> like an idiot. Um, you may have Pal Talk, go to the Hideout Show, the Hideout Show, and you can see the Satchel Patch uh, along with uh, the rest of us. It is uh, Saturday night, hour three, the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Want to remind you, we're going to be filling in for Jim Rome Monday and Tuesday night. So, 
Uh, participate now. You can participate then. Remember the numbers 1-800-636-1067 to be somebody. By the way, you're doing a lot better on the comments on WJFK.com. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Here are a few new ones. Uh, CK is ruining WJFK. <laughs> this show makes the junkies seem like meet the press. This one's from AOL for Broadband. For a free trial, call 1-800-297-1025. Uh, blah to this hideout. I wish they would bring back the money pit. Chucklehead says, the three most uncomfortable hours in radio. Here's one. Bad show or the worst show? Bring back Pat Goss. I want to hear about that miracle that is BG44K. You want a free BG44K? Here's one. Free gay porn. MySpace.com slash Satchel Patch. <laughs> I'm not giving That's it close. out this time. I'm not giving it out. <laughs> and here's another good one. Dumbest show on the radio. This show makes idiocracy seem like a documentary. I love it. Spew the hate towards us on WJFK.com and not toward poor Tony Snow. Yeah, who just died today. Yeah, and that was the whole point of it. We told you, get out there, talk some trash. I know that's what you like to do online, but if you're going to do it, you know, do it about someone who deserves it. Jay Scumbags. Dubs, Satchel Pat. Scumbag. The kid. I'm a little Half disappointed bad. there hadn't been anything about the kid yet. I figured it was all going to be me. Yeah, he hasn't really spoken up. I think he's trying to purposely be uh, on the down low. You would so, think he, he, he definitely would be an easy target with a big bullseye walking around on his forehead. But uh, nothing yet, so I'd like to see some of that on WJFK.com and the comments section. Uh, all right, so we're in the middle of Dumb Poetry Jam. We do this every week. It's our week in review. However, we do it in poetry form. Yeah, so uh, I just didn't mind where I admitted that. Uh, I got caught running a batch by my new roommate. That's you, terrible. Do you want to go next, kid? Sure, I'll get it over with. All right. Huh. All right, let's let the kid do his. I remember, you give the title, then we set the beat, and then you do your poem, okay? All right. All right, here we go. The kid was right. <laughs> you give me crap for having a camper top on the truck. You tell me there's no way it will ever bring me luck. You all are wrong, and the kid was right. The camper top, it really is quite nice. I asked, a, I asked, and quite a few different females agree, the camper top is right for me. I thought I had a bologna sandwich for lunch today. <laughs> you went around asking girls if the camper shell was bad for you. You wonder why. What? Do you have... Did you go around asking girls if the camper shell was bad? No, no. I didn't openly go around and say, hey, do you think this is bad for me? Do or did they say, wow, this is this camper shell? This is the cat's ass. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you wonder why. First off, you have a camper shell, and you're going now, around asking girls, what do you think of my camper shell? You guys? And you wonder why. Do you, do you ever sit down and actually think, I wonder why? I'm 26. I, yes, I, you know, I do wonder. Virgin. I do wonder why, of all the people that I've talked to ever in the life of that truck, which I've had for I don't know how many years now, you two are the only two that have ever said anything bad about the camper show. Listen, thank goodness. I, seriously, thank, I can't figure it out. Thank goodness I have a little foresight 
and know your poems are going to be lame. Can I can I go ahead and do a little uh, uh, rendition of his poem the way it really should be? Sure. All right, all right, hold on. All right, hold on. Before, I want to talk about this yeah, for a few more minutes. Oh, we're going to get back into it. It's right on the topic. Okay, all right. What's the title of what you think the kid's poem should have been? Camper shell or piece of tail? <laughs> Aerodynamic sleek design. All the nice people at the retirement home say my truck looks mighty fine. Take it off for a shot at some tail. Premarital sex is out of the question. I'm not going to hell. I think my camper shell is cool. Look what the satchel patch drives. He's the fool. Would I be a real man if I got some tail? I think I'm doing just fine being a male. I like long drives around the countryside. I feel comfort in knowing my camper shell is by my side. Like Mommy said, girls are nothing but trouble. I prefer living life in my little bubble. Camper shell or piece of tail? I don't want anything that might smell. It's not a hard decision for me. I'm keeping my beloved camper shell. And, you know, I actually had the tools in my hand to take it off earlier this well, week. I maybe if we did. put a different tool in your hand, we would have, <laughs> we'd be talking business here. Uh, the kid, for whatever reason, I mean... If there is someone out there that doesn't know what a camper shell is, it's that, it's that big thing on the back of uh, pickup trucks that old people have. C blocking him. Yeah, <laughs> that's that big C, C block he has on the back of his tailgate. Uh, wow. Uh, so, but who has told? Like, no one has ever said. Dude, nobody. Nobody has that. ever said it. No one's ever been honest with you, Mike. The kid, tell me this. Do you think we're being honest with you? Are we thinking? This is just something else for for us to pick on you with this camper shell. See, I don't know with you. I can't read you yet. I really can't. To but be you, honest with you. And you think this camper shell is doing <laughs> you some favors. You think this camper I, I think, shell is good for I, you. I think that I'm going to trust a lot more people that have said it's not a big deal than I am going to trust the one person who, who's been wow, all over it in the past. Wait a second. Hold on. we got trust issues. We have some serious trust issues we going do. on here in the hideout. That's so, bad. So you don't trust the satchel patch with J-dubs? I, I just am more willing to, when there's a large group of people that are saying one thing and two people that are saying something else. Have I ever been anything other than brutally honest with you? No, you've been brutally honest with me. I'll give do you, you think that. He's, do you think he's just purposely being mean, though? I, I think he's stretching it to make it a good radio bit. No, no. If I saw anybody, anybody... With a camper shell, I would say, what are you doing with yourself? No, what are you doing with your life? Not even that. Like, he thinks we might be in mean. Um, you don't know how nice I'm being. Normally, if I walked up and saw somebody with a camper shell in their truck and they were under the age of 70, I would knock them out. I would go punch them right <laughs> in the face or find the closest fish and slap you across the face with it and say, quit being a bitch. Take that thing off. <laughs> now, what is it that... Why would you hate a camper shell so I don't much? understand the obsession with the camper shell, because that's what it is. It's an obsession with the camper shell. See, no, what? it's an obsession with you uh, putting yourself in the position of not getting laid in every way of your life. We've actually tried to bring you on and help you out and help mold you and get you someone out of these awkward things. And when we say we see something that's so obvious, you're driving around this portable billboard that I'm a tool, you might as well <laughs> You know, you might as well spray paint, never been laid, 26-year-old virgin right there on the side of it. And show it to everybody on the interstate. <laughs> neon signs. You have neon signs on your, your mobile unit saying, I'm a tool, I'm a virgin, I don't ever plan on getting laid. Now, I'm just trying to 
help you put on some camouflage, you know, <laughs> trying to get you deep in the, wow. you know, to where it's not obvious. I'm trying and, to help and, and you he, out. And he wonders why there may be some trust issues here. Uh, trust? I just told you brutally honest what the problem is with your camper shell. You're driving a mobile billboard that says I'm a freaking virgin and I have no desire to ever get any. Because I continue to have it on there. 800-636-1067. Last time I tell him the subject to my phone before the show. <laughs> See, we can't help you until you help yourself. And helping yourself right, is but, taking that camper show here's off. here's the thing. All right, we're here in the hideout. We're a group of buddies. Okay? Yeah. And we, we purposely brought the kid on because before we would abuse people that were on the show. Instead, we wanted to uplift them. And that's what and, we're trying to do. And I think that's part of where the frustration is coming from is that I know you've grown a lot as a man since he you've has. been on this show. He you're has. on the radio, you're on this show. Besides that, he talked to a girl. He said two words to her. Yeah, he got a number. She never called you back, even though we called her on the show, but that's neither here nor there. Right, right. You're making a lot of progress. To, to the That satchel, would be correct. To the satchel patch, this is a slap in his dirt stash face. Yeah. That you are trying, you are purposely undermining everything that he's trying to do to help you get some ass. Well, the thing about it is, is that when I go out with a girl and she says it's not a big deal, that... Whoa, 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 whoa. Exactly. Have you gone out with a girl? Exactly. Yes. What? What? Yeah. What? You, you went out on a date? Uh, yes. What, what public library did you find this 45-year-old? <laughs> right, you got... See, all right. Well, you don't have to tell it. No, all, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into the details because it didn't happen. It's it imaginary. That's it why I have witnesses that it happened. You have witnesses. You took her out in public. You have witnesses. Have you killed them yet? Do they know where the body is? Uh, yeah. yeah, is their skin like Willie Mays Hayes in Major League yeah. and all your witnesses are the batting gloves? So out of that story we ran earlier, what are the charges coming about picking up that dead woman? So okay. Who are the witnesses? You don't have to tell me, but are they people that are in this building? Yes, they are. You went on a date with people in this building and it wasn't the three of us? Was it because and of this? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I called you before it happened and I said, are you going to be at this event tonight? Oh. You weren't, you weren't going to bring her out if uh, we were going to be at the event? No, I was on my way to pick her up. Okay, now, see, you got to realize this is a huge breakthrough. But this is. Congratulations. I'm, I'm excited for him. This Good is job. a 26-year-old version that had never but, really been on a date before. But until you get laid, I'm going to maintain that that camper shell is, uh, yeah, is well, just... Listen, he's just disproven you. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Yes, he I have. You, you Did asked. you get laid? No. All right, first thing... You do. You don't ask. You know, if there's a problem with you, do you think you don't point out the ugly thing? What's wrong with you? And say, what do you think about it? Of course, she's not going to say, what do you think about that? Oh, it was fine. It was wonderful. It was great. You rocked my world. All right, you know, I, you don't. I don't want you to share any details that you don't want to. No, and I really don't want to get into this too much. Okay, but because does she listen to this show or I, uh, she is aware of it. I don't know for sure if she does. listen Don't to it make or. her aware of it. Why are you embarrassed to tell what it is? I told everybody out there listening in D.C. I gave it to my girl in the middle of the woods and told her to grab onto a tree. Yeah, but it's different because... Right, and you also had to go see Sex in the City because of this show. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah, um, right, touche. touche. <laughs> so, the kid, but like, right, I don't want to know a lot, but I just want to know, general, you've been working this girl for a while? Yes. Is there a good chance of this happening again? A second date. Uh, yes. 
What? You have one How? scheduled already. No. He's lying because he doesn't want us to know about it. I, I guess I could see. I can see right through you, kid. I can see right through. Well, don't listen. lie to liars. Yeah, because listen, what is it? You can't BS a BSer. Yep. So with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it here. Okay. For now. Okay. But I'm incredibly proud of you. Good job. Now, all right. Let me ask you this. You gotta give a small detail, please. Okay. What does she look like? Because she's real. If she's yes. real. Yes, she is very real. And people can corroborate that she does exactly breathe and exist. Yes, people, people, that, work in this, people, people that work in this building can corroborate, whatever that word is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for our English-speaking crowd. Don't worry about it. So, what does she look like? Does she resemble anyone famous? Um, not really famous. Delta. Corky. <laughs> No, not not anybody that comes off the top of my head famous. Is she white? Yes. Racist. <laughs> Is she a brunette, blonde? Kind of brunette-ish. Okay. And is she fat or skinny? Skinny. Really? Wow! I always he got thought... himself a skinny white woman. Damn! <laughs> is she a librarian? Is she a librarian? No. All right. Is she old? No. Is she about your age? About my age. Is she a virgin? I, that I do not know. All right, we don't have to go any further. Did you hold her hand? Yes. Have you whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, this, now, this no, is what right, I was thinking that, of when we're talking that, about that's it. it. We're done. Listen, we're done. I, I actually thought about this. Is, you know, he's at that stage where we used to go to the movies, and I can remember being you know, a young kid right. thinking, should I, should I grab her hand? Should I not? And then you grab her hand, and How you're sweating. How nerve-wracking was that? How much sweat did you have going on? I didn't have any sweat going on. Really? How, how long have you been? smooth. How long have you known her? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Not too long. Oh, right, but long enough to... Yeah. Was it like was this there, year long or yeah yeah making the moves? Were there, were there drinks involved? No, no drinks. Good. So she went out. She wasn't slopping drunk when she went out with you. Agreed you to try that. That's good. <laughs> were there a crowd of people around, or was it like there's nobody around? Like you know, you grab a girl's no. hand to lead her through a crowd of this kind of. It was crowded, it? but there were times when it wasn't crowded. So. Oh really? Yeah. Was there a kiss? Was her hand still attached and you're holding it? <laughs> wow. A little kiss. Like a goodbye, thank you. Uh, or you could tell him you're a Cuban. My girl tries to kiss everybody she comes up to. You know, I'm like, what are you doing? And, you know, I shake hands to say hello. She's over here kissing everybody. Yeah. And we meet. But you can, you know, I'm Cuban. I, you know, give her a little kiss on the cheek and, you know, slip yeah, one over. Your chick. Yeah. All right. So, cool. Well, I'm going to leave it at that for now. But congratulations. Thank you, sir. This is our 26-year-old virgin that's growing up before our eyes. Make me so proud. He's going to ruin the bit. All right, now we actually, here's the thing. We really got to get him to get that camper shell off. Yeah. Here's that's the, like now it's emergency. Red lights are going off. Get it off. Get it off. That will show that you care to the squirt woman if you can do that. You'll actually <laughs> I don't say, understand the obsession with the camper shell. You I don't really understand don't. why you're a 26-year-old virgin either. All right, but hold on. Let me say this. Let's take bets. Does, over under and how many pieces she shows up in? Over, <laughs> over under. I say four. <laughs> December thirty first, eleven fifty nine p.m. Oh, over mm. under. Over. Deflowered. Under. Oh, I'm going over. He can't do it. He's all this pent up aggression and emotion. He's going to ruin this date on the second time. Deflowered. Before then or, or before after. Over under, before. You think he'll? You think he will lose his virginity this Rory, year? We are going to get him to the point where he can, and then when he can, he will. 
that camper shell is the first step. It's a microcosm for your virginity. Yeah, that, that thing really is setting you back quite a bit. That right there could adjust my over-under. You keep that camper shell, I'm definitely going over. Uh, it is the hideout, Hefe and Dubs. If any girl, and this is a big if. if this says girl, a lot about your date. If any girl is listening out there, I would like her to call in and say, is a camper shell a big deal? If he come, if never really hung out with the guy before, he comes over to pick you up to take you to Olive Garden, and he has a big Olive camper Garden. shell. And it's not, and it's not his dad's truck. Eight hundred old six, man, old man had it. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. What are other things in your car though that mark you that you're a douche? That's also another question, along with a camper shell. Is there what? anything else that really yeah. says spinning rims that I'm a, that I'm an ass clown? Um, a uh, like one of so the, so I'm a, I'm an ass clown for having a, a camper shell. Yes, yes, but you're you can be non ass clownish in about 15 minutes by taking that thing off. Who, who, out of us three, who do you trust the most? Whose opinion do you value the most? Uh, Hefe. 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 Thumbs up or thumbs down on the camper shell? Do you think it's as big a deal as those two are making it? Honestly, no. But do you think it is a factor? No. Do you think oh. that's a, a portable billboard he's riding around? I will say that in the overall what is the kid, I do think it is a hindrance because of who you are and what you are. Yeah, if you were, if you were a Mac Daddy... And you had that uh, that camper shell on. <laughs> it would have it disco. Would be no big deal. It would have disco balls in the back. It had carpet and condoms back there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Along with a throw pillow. But instead, you're a 26 year old virgin who is like a 76 year old grandpa. You know. So I think that it adds to the overallness that's keeping you from getting that wine dang sweet poon tang. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what? just the truth. What kind of music do you listen to? I don't really listen to music. Standards. I, I don't, Big I don't, band. I don't listen to music. I, I listen. I listen to the radio station I'm employed for. No, hey, don't don't suck up. Yeah. Um, I don't signal up anyway. Yeah. Now, if you, uh, I live, you can. If if you are driving around listening to music, just say you have to have some All music right, in your ask, arsenal. Who's your favorite artist? God, I I don't listen to music. I listen to sports radio. All right, hold. On. Let me do this. I got a thing. Uh, I found this. The ten. Worst song lyrics of all time. All right, and while we're uh, punching that up, we have so, a woman on the line who wants to tell us about the camper shell. Lauren in Fairfax. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Lauren, what's up? Line one. Hey. Um, first rule is if you're really hot and you want to date the guy, you can get away with anything. Yeah. But I'm guessing he's not really hot. Good so. assumption. Yeah, the camera shot. I have a face for radio. It has the redneck thing. It is, it is a bit of a redneck thing. You're I, right. I, I would say oldest. Person. 85, 90 year old man driving around <laughs> in his one piece suit that zips up from the crotch. Also, a $200 car with a $5,000 radio system. Also, That's a turn off. Thing to do. I like that. Thank yeah. you for the phone call on that. Thank you, sweetie. 800-636-1067. Talking about other things that mark you as an ass clown by your car, camper shell, and pimping out your audio system when your car is a piece of trash. All right, let me ask you this. I'm going to play you uh, some of these these lyrics, these dumbest lyrics. Okay. 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 I want to see if you can even identify. I'm just going to ask you to identify the artist. Okay. All right, here we go. This is going to be worse than the movies. Here we go. Only time will tell if we stand the test of time. You have any idea who that nope. is? All right, how about this one? Uh, let's try this one over here. 
Let me see my mother's thong. Thong, 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 thong. All right, let's try this one. And these are the dumbest lyrics. He would pass out if he saw that video. Yeah. You don't know who that is? No. No. Wow. All right, let's try this one. Wasn't this in uh, the movie Men in Black? <laughs> Golly. Wait a second. You're, you're, you're putting on a bit, right? <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, play Billy Jean. Go. Oh, you have anything, Billy Jean? You don't know who this is. I'm gonna make a fool of myself here, but well, it's new. Uh, Will Smith. Yeah. Yay! He got it right and still made a fool out of himself. Congratulations. <laughs> All right, let's try this one. No clue. No, I, was, I, I was that George Michael? I imagined him dancing around tucking to that. <laughs> Alright, let's see if you know the first oh, worst one. I love you like a fat kid loves cake. You know? <laughs> I love you like a fat kid loves cake. Hefe, like Hefe loves cake. Stop it. <laughs> Losing weight. Yeah, yes. No idea. Alright. He was a boy, she was a girl. Can't make it any more obvious. She can make it as obvious as she wants to, he still doesn't get it. Camper shell. You know that one? No. These are so bad. These lyrics. <laughs> oh, Nelly! I remember when Nelly yeah. came out, though. That was that was a hot seat. Did I even need to say who these were for the listening audience? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't want to see a ghost. It's a sight that I fear most. It's awful. Rather have a piece of toast. Watch the evening news. You don't know what that is? No, what is it? Have you worked for some crap like that? That's horrible. Desiree. How about, have you ever heard this song? Ready? Ready. This is the number one. Worst lyric of all time. Do you know that one at all? I think I heard that song like an eighth grade dance one time. I have no idea who it is. (laughs) When you went to the dance, did you ever dance? Of course. (laughs) <laughs> he says, of course, like it's expected. Get on the microphone. This is radio. Uh, he says, of course, like like he wasn't standing over there in the corner. Have you ever danced to anything but goodbye horses? <laughs> I do me. Uh, it is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Every day I learn something new about you, kid. As, as soon as I get excited that you got a date, I'm equally as disappointed that you can't identify who Cisco, Shakira... Uh, 50 Cent, Avril Lavigne are. Let's go to Greg in Virginia on line one. Greg, you there? You're in the hideout. You there, Greg? Greg, two, one. Hello. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, I've never heard your show before. It's the first time. My apologies. (laughs) (laughs) I was just calling the way in. I'm I'm a 50-year-old man. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't drive a truck with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Give that man a prize. Uh, whatever he wants. If he wants to go to Raw, if he wants the Nationals. Congratulations. Hold on, my man. <laughs> what do you think hey. about that? He hit, he hit into the golden age that he can retire yet, so Camp Rochelle is still not fashionable for him. But, uh, you know, a 50-year-old man calling in and saying, you know, well, I wouldn't be double your age. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, exactly, Grandpa. All right, let's take a break and come back. Um, More poetry. I'm yeah. We guess we're gonna have to finish out the show. Who knew that this dumb poetry jam would kill the last hour and a half of the show? Still hate it. 
Uh, it's Hey, I'm loving it. <laughs> Quick break. Come back on the other side. I guess we need the satchel patches and also, too. Yours. Mine. Yeah, we still got to do mine. By the way, kid, I really am proud of you, brother. Thank you. You've gone out on a date. We should have done the slow clap. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. When do we get to meet her? Uh, sometime between now and never. Come on. No. You wouldn't let me meet her? Or me? Or uh, me? No, no. Double date. Uh, uh, no. Now that, now that all of us but Dubs has a chick, everyone point and laugh. Ah! <laughs> uh, let's all, let's do a, uh, you know, a couple's night out. We'll do something real fun. No. Hey, honestly, my, my, my girl has honestly been dying to meet you. She wants to help you out, take you out and do this and do that. Yeah, we'll have a lot of fun with that. No, I right, no, that, not happening. By the way, my chick was a 26-year-old virgin, so they don't feel so bad. No, it's not happening. Not really? happening. I'm keeping her as far away from you guys as I possibly can. You are such a sucker, Hefe. I, I can't believe you believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The hideout with El Hefe and j I'm starting to think you might be communists. The hideout. Five seconds. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two one. The hideout. A juvenile comic and his straight man. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Pathetic. You be the judge. Wrapping it up on a Saturday night. About to make room for Joe Radio. It is the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, all right. Great job. The. The comments on the hideout page on WJFK.com, vicious. Nice. And thank you. We here have been um, martyrs of sorts for Tony Snow. We started off the show talking about the fact that Tony Snow uh, is just taking a beat. He just died earlier today. Mm-hmm. And, on, and on message boards. He's getting murdered. Like, yeah, on the comments section. Uh, people are just really talking a lot of trash about him. So we said, no, don't do that. Talk trash about people who deserve it. J-Dubs, the Satchel Patch, the kid. Uh, and uh, and you're doing it really well. Again, I have the power to uh, veto any of these, and I've just approved them all. Uh, 800-636-1067. And if we can get a really good caller, uh, we have Dark Knight screening passes for Monday. Ooh, damn. Or wait, no, we have them to give away on Monday. Oh, okay, cool. I can't wait for so, that. So, tomorrow, uh, Monday, listen up and we'll be giving away Dark Knight screening passes. Yeah, we're going to do a whole bunch of game shows because apparently that's all that makes it on television, so we'll try it on radio. Um, Joe's there. Joe Radio tonight, right? Howdy. Hey, my man. How are you? I'm good. Um, I've got a game show tonight. What do you yeah. got? It's called What Did Joe See in Fairfax City This Week? Hmm. <laughs> uh, Dogs humping. I don't know. What did you see? Something that I... Well, I can't tell you because that's part of the contest. Oh. People have to call in and, and they get a, a guess and a, you know, a yes or a no. Somebody under 82 driving a truck with a camper shell. <laughs> uh, you see that in Fairfax every day. Yeah. <laughs> how's uh, how's Joe Radio going? Is the summer series over? Um, no, it's just we're having trouble nailing down guests because it's the summertime. Right. You know, so, you know, we've, we've got guests that we're tracking down and got some really good ones coming up dealing with some good conspiracy type stuff so i love it how's your life overall joe didn't you have kittens not too long ago or puppies or something yeah yeah i heard you guys talking about your pets i've got two dogs and now we have one two four cats oh gee we have three kittens and a, and a mom cat and we've got uh 
a parakeet and uh, a guppy. <laughs> you're just you're like McCain. Hey, um, did you do what Dubs' grandma did, and whenever you have a new kittens, you drown them? No, of course not. Oh, okay. It's called swimming lessons. Yeah, I guess mm -hmm. Right. All right, Joe Radio coming up in about 17 minutes. Hang out. Thanks, guys. See ya. Uh, yeah, Joe Radio. I love him. Joe Ardinger. That's a good man. He's a good American. He's a Joe American. That's really what he is. We're going into it with Joe Mentum. Yeah. Uh, we're hearing Joe America doing the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. All right, so where are I guess we need to finish up with our uh, with our poems, yeah. correct? Uh, I've done mine about getting caught by my roommate running a batch. The kid McLovin uh, talked about his camper shell and how it's not hindering his. his kudos to him because seriously, he's actually on a date. Yeah, so good for him. All right, let's do mine then, and then we'll get to uh, the satchel patches. <clears throat> okay, um, mine's entitled "Die." If you're fat, you suck. Get a bigger shirt and cover up that gut. You have, have you no self-respect? Go for a run. Get your ass. Get off of it. Looking at your stretch marks is no fun. Only small hippos should be your girth. I can't wait till you're dead and rotting in the earth. People suck. They do. Man. So you're you're uh, you lose twenty pounds and then twenty one. Mister Hot Society over yeah. here tucking in my shirt. Um, that, all right, now now you're acting like the kid. Why are you tucking in your shirt? He's wearing jeans and a t-shirt. He's got to tuck in my shirt. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> Look at him with his polo in there and his nice khakis all tucked in. Uh, here's the thing. So I'm at the mall today. I went to go see Hellboy, mm -hmm. which is actually pretty good. And I see this chick walking, this, oh. this Oompa Loompa that walks in front of me and my fiance. That bitches are the worst. <laughs> and she, uh, muffin tops. She, she has a great personalities though. No, 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 not even a muffin top. She has a tank top on, okay, mm -hmm. some Ooh. jeans, and you can see her gut. Like I'm not just talking like I'm talking. She's got a gut, yeah. oh big. <laughs> and then she takes a swig of her tasty beverage. Yeah. And of Thirsty. course, sixty-four ounce. The shirt pops up. Oh. So you can see even more of the stretch marks and gut. <laughs> and then she finishes off her Coke Zero. Good. <laughs> what about her, her? Do you see her belly button? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, lo I love when you see that huge yeah. belly button on a fat girl. It's uh, like you can do a number on it. You can't miss the indention from that poor shirt. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? Uh, so in the vacuum that's being created by that belly button lens, <laughs> uh, as that shirt is fighting for air. So here's the situation. And I know this about me already. I, I have battled weight issues all my life, yeah. and I continue to. Right now, for the uh, station that I'm at during the week, the AM station, I, uh, uh, I'm i doing a, endorsement, an man. endorsement where I'm losing weight. In the last 24 days, I've lost 21 pounds. Yeah. I'm down in to the two teens. Well, who doesn't like eating peanuts for lunch and dinner <laughs> and breakfast? So, But I, I realize that I am a fattest, a self-hating fattest, yeah. because... I, it drives me nuts whenever I see fat people when I start getting skinny. What I hate is a lack of self-awareness. And that's why that's I get it. mad at you, the kid. <laughs> because you should have that self-awareness saying, damn it, I've never seen one of my friends with a camper shell. Why am I going to be the first? <laughs> He's a trailblazer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I when there's a girl weighing a buck seventy, a buck eighty, wearing a tight shirt, I don't know what they're holding on to. And I don't know who told them it looked good, but it doesn't. Well, and that's the other thing that's kind of odd about it, too, is the fact that 
like you said, people who don't get it. Yeah, no self-awareness. And, like, I'm, you walk around the mall, and you and I used to do this all the time, or at the Fair Oaks. Yeah. Where we'd go, and we, we'd see the moms walking with their daughters. Before and after. And it's before and after shots. And you see, you know, it's a skinny daughter, and, you know, <laughs> she's getting, she's going into all the shops, and mom's dressing her up like a Barbie doll. Yeah. And then there's big, fat cow of a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can so play before and after. So you can see there was that once that little fat girl fighting to get outside of her. Right. So what you have though is as people walk around, they just they don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not ashamed of their disgusting bodies. Ugh. I've I've always and probably to a fault been been ashamed of my disgusting body. I do what I can to hide it. When I go Rightfully swim, so. yeah, thank you. When I go <laughs> swimming. You know what I mean? Like, I wear two shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all sticking. Oh, yeah. I used to be the same way. I, I, there was no place I would go that I wasn't wearing not one shirt, but two. I wear two shirts, but it's sort of make me look a little bigger. I do. I, when, you wore, when you're fat and you only wear one shirt, like you can see all the imperfections, ripples. That's so funny that you used to be fat. Yeah. You were fat? Oh, yeah. Uh, you look at uh, a couple of the old old photos, I think, on MySpace. You can see how fat Dubs I've was. I've seen a good shot. I bet you wore probably a 38, close to 40. Uh, 40, 42. Really? Yeah. yeah wow. Dubs was a big one. No doubt about it. Wow. What do you wear now? About a 34? Yeah, 34. It depends on what it is. Sometimes a 36. I'm too good for this. So <laughs> fashion over here. Look <laughs> like uh, maybe a forty. Uh, yeah, a forty. Yeah, yeah. right on the money. What do you, what do you now? I say you look like a four, uh, 30, 34. Yeah. Uh, Joey Taylor. Uh, so anyway, let me get your insane. <laughs> wow. So it's a situation of I see these people and they. I've always hated them, but I was one of them. Mm. Now that I'm getting to the point where I'm not gonna be, yeah, I love hating them again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Did, were you that way in high school? Oh man, I hated fat narcissist. Yeah, oh big time. Yeah, big time. Do you feel bad about that or? No, I just when I'm skinny, I'm pretty. <laughs> it's true. I feel pretty. Yeah, I just, it's so just funny pretty. The, the wordage of pretty. No, I used to do this thing, and you want to talk about how vain I am. Mm-hmm. When I would drive in my Jeep, because I had a Jeep Wrangler when I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> you tool. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> I used to point the, uh, no, the, the, rear view? The, the rear view at me so I could look at myself instead of the uh, what it was really That's supposed to be. That's bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Oh. That's bad. It was That's yeah. douchey. It, it's, I just got chills. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I'm, when I'm skinny, I'm pretty. That's just, it's that simple. I don't know if you are. I really am. Now, that's when I had hair, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to look when I don't have hair. It would blind you. It would be like somebody else's headlights shining right into your eyes if you tried to do that. Because when I was skinny, I looked like Josh Hartnick when I had hair. Mm-hmm. And that, <laughs> now I think I'm going to look a little more like Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> So it's going to be a situation of, you know, what are you going to do? Or maybe Elliot Spitzer with that, that hair do you got. I was going to say Oompa Loompa. <laughs> How do you fight it? All right, here we go. Let's uh, finish this off and finish off the show because we got a whole nother two to do coming up on Monday and Tuesday night. You got yours? Yeah, I got one real quick one. All right. It's titled South Beach Blows. <laughs> South Beach. Sounds like fun. Lots of people I found out. Mostly scum. I figured lots of women scantily dressed. My overall experience, I must say I wasn't impressed. Gap tooth bitches and gays was all I saw. If I wanted that, I would have gone back to Arkansas. <laughs> Where were the dime pieces with the racks that were bare? No naked breasts, that's not fair. Sex on the beach early in the morn. I guess it is better than grabbing a tree back home. 
There's people having sex out there? No. Oh, no. Me. I oh, know. you, you. Yeah. About 5 o'clock in the morning, it's still dark. The sun was starting to peak up on the uh, over there on the Atlantic. I went down to South Beach, hung out right there on A1A, Collins, right on the beach. Beachfront Avenue. Oh, man, it was it was, it was was all right. You know, I was walking around, but I was, I was not impressed. You know, you think South Beach, dime pieces everywhere, good-looking mm-hmm. women, gap-tooth broads, not good-looking. Uh, oh, yeah, South Beach and uh, the Keys are completely yeah. uh, not as advertised. No, unless... no, 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 not at all. And uh, the, one, the one person I saw, Tony Little, the workout guy. Right. You know, we were walking down. I was really pretty pumped to see him. We were walk- I said, hey, the workout guy, as I paused, you know, as we passed. He said, yes. Uh, and he, he kept, as we, we kept walking apart from each other, it was kind of awkward. He was still talking to me, <laughs> and I was walking away. So then I felt bad and walked over. Hey, what's your name? You know, shook his hand. You know, hey, I'm Tony Little. I said, I'm a big fan. I like your infomercial. I like your intensity. I like the way you bring it. You know, and he's, I said, pleasure to meet you, sir. And he said, well, thank you. Carry on. And then we went about our business. Uh, How awkward. And, and, later, and later you got a reach round from him. <laughs> it was intense. <laughs> All right, there it is. That's the hideout on this Saturday night. We will be back Monday. Filling in for Jim Rome. We'll have uh, tickets to go see The Dark Knight. And, which uh, I'm going to probably go see maybe even before that point. So yeah. I'll be able to give you a full review. And uh, did that movie have gay cowboys? How are you going to do? Uh, uh, no. How are you going to? How are you going to go see it before? Tomorrow. It's not out. There's somewhere. There's a. There's a sneak preview at the drive-in over here. Is it really? Or tonight at midnight. All right, then I'm going. Uh, I guess that's it. We didn't get to everything we needed to, which is good. That means we don't have to prep for Monday or Tuesday. Even better. No need to impress when filling in for Jim Rome. Why do it? Why put in the effort? Uh, so, until then, I want to say thank you to the guys back at the studio, screening the phone calls, and also to getting up the podcast. This show, uh, I guess like seconds after, the entire show is already going to be up on WJFK.com, where we now have a hideout page. There's a hideout page on WJFK.com. What I recommend you doing is going, clicking on some of that new stuff. Some of it's old school, but click on that. Check out Dubs' blog, yardstickofdeath.com. You can leave a comment. We're encouraging you to leave nasty comments. Use your venom for us, not the recently deceased Tony Snow. Uh, In addition to that, um, oh, Pal Talk. Don't forget about Pal Talk. Between now and then, if you don't have it, go get it. It's free. And you can get into the hideout room on Pal Talk, where everyone's been hanging out all night long, including us. Uh, again, that is on Pal Talk. And there's a link to that on hideoutheretics.net, which is the fan board. Uh, yeah, so otherwise, I guess we'll see you guys Monday night. Monday and Tuesday, filling in for Jim Rome. From 7 to 10, WJFK.com. And really quickly. Congratulations to the kid. Kid, I'm very proud of you. Thank you, sir. I know you went out on a date. Oh, you just got to take that next step with you. Close. Take that damn camper shell off. You're getting close. All right, you guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend. We'll see you Monday night after the Mike O'Mara show. There's a ring to it. You guys be good. We'll see you next time, uh, Monday at 7, right here on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, Stay tuned for the Hideout Minutes, by the way. A recap of this hour by the kid McLovin. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Stick around for Joe Radio. 5,000.